Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Craft brewers, beer lovers, beer drinkers. Get ready for an all-new experience in information exchange and beer culture. Your only source source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers from around the globe right to your home. You're not just listening to broadcasters. It's the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. And it's Oktoberfest, kids. Oktoberfest in Germany and Oktoberfest on the Brewing Network. Yes. Which is always a good time. All right. Actually, we don't know if it's a good time or not. We've never been. We're going to make it a good time here. Good. How about that? With us in the studio today, we've got Morgan, once again, from EJ Fair Brewing Company, joining us on short notice. We totally appreciate that. Absolutely. My pleasure. And uh, congratulations to Morgan. He just won first at the uh, Great American Beer Festival. Excellent. For his uh, Schwartz beer, right? Mm-hmm. Which is pretty, it's a pretty prestigious uh, award, I would think. The first in the entire country, you make the best Schwartz beer. What were there, like two entries? Uh, I think there was three, actually, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. bad, man. No, you know, I tried to find out how many there were. There was either 19 or 23, I'm not sure. Okay, all right. So, yeah. And that the GABF, it's all got to be commercial entries, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So that's pretty That's pretty impressive to beat out, you know, the whole country. And then you got another one, too. What else did you get? Uh, we got a bronze for our strong ale called Shorty's Revenge. Okay. How strong is your strong ale? Uh, it's only seven and three quarters percent, but okay. that's, that's on the lower side of it. What are the, what are, what's the range in the strong ale category, you know? I know that my beer fit into the category. Right I don't there. know. Yeah. It couldn't be higher than, say, like 11 or 12, though, would you think? My guess is probably by the time you hit nine, probably goes to barley wine or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. So that's two medals for you guys. Yeah, not bad for this year. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. And have you won medals in the past there also? Yeah, we took uh, in 2003 a gold for the IPA. Okay. So English style. Nice. You guys yeah. are stacking them up there. Yeah, slowly but surely. Do you notice that that does anything for the brewery? Like, does it sell beer for you? Uh, Yeah, it does, actually. Yeah? Yeah, it does. I don't know how this is going to affect the brewery as much. We don't bottle our shorts or our shorties, so. Okay. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah, not yet. Right, but now the demand, yeah. you know, you never know. Yeah. Just, just takes a new label. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you there? Did you go out to it and come back? No, I didn't. I you didn't. didn't. Okay. Uh, somebody had to stay and work at the brewery for gotcha. a week, you know. So. And that somebody is you. Yep. <laughs> so did the owner go then? The other owner, I should say? Yeah, JJ was there. Okay. Yeah, he JJ went and his father. Gotcha. Nice. All right. Yeah. Well, they get the fun, you get yeah. the brew. Sure, sure. Well, he called me as soon as the award was called, and he was like, Morgan, you want a gold? Oh, that's nice. cool. You know, later on, he called back. He's like, you want a bronze? So, yeah, he, right. was, he was trying to keep me involved with it. So. That's good. And he's calling yeah. the whole time. Hey, I'm having a great time. Yeah. What's happening there? 
Nothing. No. <laughs> I just cleaned the keg. Um, I'm brewing, buddy. <laughs> Keeping the doors open there, exactly. big guy. <laughs> uh, that's cool, though. I'm really happy for you guys to win some awards, man. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. I'm not normally, I'm not into competing actually so much, but yeah, I guess when you do win an award, you're not going to shun it. Yeah. You know? You're supposed to say I'm not into competing when you don't win the gold. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not into those things yeah. anyway. Yeah. And when yeah. you do win, you go, man, and these things are really good to get beer out there and show people <laughs> yeah. like different things. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll quote you next year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll play you never you. know. I didn't win anything last year, so. Right. You know. <laughs> Bad beer or what, what was it? I think it's all luck one way or another, whether you win or not. I mean, it's. The judges are only there, I think it was a three-day judging, I don't know how many flights they had, but it's all luck for what was going on that day with those judges, and if we were to do the whole thing again today, yeah, I may or may not win. So. Right. That's true. All right. Yeah. Well, it's good beer. I, I think you, you didn't, I don't think it was entirely luck. I've had it before, and it's a, it's a damn good beer. So. I think the top 10% float up to the top, and then it's a crapshoot from there on that okay. top 10%. So you can't have a luck. bad beer yeah. and win a medal, but, okay. you know. So why do you enter? I don't. Or why does it change yeah. your Um I don't. It's free advertising. Uh, it's got to be marketing. Yeah. It's advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Get your name out there. It's yeah. part of the industry. When you're in it, you got to do it. Right? Yeah. I've, I got like uh, 15 calls that day just from people wondering where they can get it. Oh, nice. And I've gotten probably like 30 or 40 emails from people. All right, man. You know, from around the area. How do we get that beer? You know, so. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, hey, thanks. You can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Appreciate your interest. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Congratulations. That's good stuff. We're going to be talking more about Oktoberfest with Morgan, uh, because that's what show it is today. So, uh, we're going to try to keep the, an Oktoberfest theme going for you. Daniela's got some things in store for us because she's the only one in the room who's, uh, I think anyway, the only one in the room who's been to Oktoberfest. Nope. None of us have been there, right? So. We're doing an American version with a with a little German influence from Daniela, I guess, is, is probably a lot up. of German in, influence, she's saying. Um, so I think just to, to start us off and, and just to get us in the spirit a little bit, we ought to listen to a, a taste of some Bavarian music, right? Yes. Now, this stuff I actually heard live while I was there. I've been to Munich, just not during uh, the October This is live? This is recorded live at a pub in Munich. And this is high-quality stuff right awesome. here. Awesome. It's uh, I done feel like by I'm there right now. Yeah. This is a, a duo called uh, Gert und Werner. And one of them's name is Gert and the other one's name is Werner. And so they are Gert und Werner. <laughs> and they own this pub in Munich. And uh, it was like, I don't know, it was like four in the morning one day and we, we just weren't ready to stop drinking yet. So we... I was told by my, my tour guides, Daniela and, and her friends, that you can always find a bar in Munich, so I put them to the test. And we kept walking and walking and didn't find a bar, and then finally we came upon this place, and and two of them were like, I don't really know that you want you guys want to go into this particular bar. We've heard things about it, and we're not, not too sure how it is. It's a little folky. And I was like, well, that sounds great to me. So we go in and it's this, it's four in the morning. There's this, there's like a, a table of 20 people. They're having a party in there. They welcomed us right in. They start singing songs. The guy, the owners jump on the piano and the accordion. The owners are Gert and Werner. Right. And, uh, and they do this like every, uh, like couple nights a week. Right and they basically don't shut the bar until everybody goes home. Well, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'll be playing this for you on and off. 
Danielle, you want to translate the song for us? What is, what's it about? This particular one is actually about the red light district in Hamburg, oh, awesome. which is one of the best red light districts in the whole Germany, really. There's one street where women are not even allowed anymore, just the hookers and the men. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. See, so they write about good stuff. Yeah. Now, too. <laughs> <They do. laughs> so that's next year. <laughs> a little taste of what's in store for you throughout this show. So uh, there you go. All right. A couple of other things on our agenda here. I just want to announce because uh, I was I was questioning it last week. Uh, it appears that Matt, uh, otherwise known as Beer Pal, is not mad at us for calling him Beer Pal. Good. I saw him at. Uh, at at yours and Dr. Scott's beer club meeting, I saw him there. Thanks Monday. for showing up. And uh, yeah, I was happy to make it. I really was. I, I was at work getting all antsy, just trying to get out of there in time. So I was happy to make it. Um, and I saw Matt there, and he was. He just said he's been. He's just been out of the loop. He was really busy, and, and he's not actually mad that uh, you know half the beer community is calling him beer pal. I gave him a shirt. You did? Yeah. All right. He, his eyes lit up too. Really? He's like, ah, <gasps> oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. So. So what I really mean to say is that we can keep calling him Beer Pal because <laughs> he's not offended. He did a nice posting for us this week. Did you see that? I did, yeah. He did a little re-intro of the, of the Brewing Network to let people know in case they've just seen his posts and it kind of sounds like we're starting in the middle of something. Yeah, he did that on all uh, forums. That's cool. So, so thanks, A little man. bit more classic. Appreciate that. You can call us up and discuss the uh, how the Beer Pal name's working out for you if you want. I've been wanting to talk to you on the air for a couple weeks now. So uh, feel free. All right, so I just wanted to get that out of the way. Uh, I think we're going to try to keep things moving this week because we do have a lot to get to, and I, I fear we're going to end up going until 8 o'clock again anyway. So to try to get it all crammed into one, we'll just kind of keep it flowing. You all right over there, Doc? I'm a little slow today. Yeah? yeah? A under the weather, Doc? What's yeah. going on, buddy? Yeah. Hungover or just a rough no, day? No, just not feeling good. And, oh, okay. Yeah. So. I think we got two sick people in the studio. Yeah. Morgan and Doc. We're going to have to take care of that. A couple beers is going to fix that right up, guys. I'm working on number two right now. Oh, I'll, I'll try. I'll try okay. that. I'll try that route. Jump on the old horse. Morgan hasn't had food today either. No? No, he'll be oh. super good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a bachelor party going on at my house later tonight, too. Oh, so uh, <laughs> if you're feeling really good. <laughs> I think I'll have to excuse myself from that. Yeah, you might have to bail. <laughs> Man, strippers are expensive. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Uh, like You're not, not ju- paying for like, it, I hope. Well, we ended up not getting one. Oh, we, good. We're that cheap here. I, everybody knows our budget around here. And, <laughs> and there's a group of guys coming, but here's the deal. The, pl- the particular place I called, uh, they wanted like 175 bucks to come out for anywhere from a one-hour to a three-hour show, which, which really isn't that bad. No. But then they want each person to spend from 40 to $60 in tips. Each person at at the party, and he he says to me flat out, he's like, "Listen, don't tell tell your people, don't even bother bringing dollar bills. Bring tens and twenties, right. and that's <laughs> it. And if you and if you can't do that, call another company. You know. Wow. So I'm thinking. I mean, I know half the Did guys. Did you ask are, him what would happen with six packs and twelve packs? Or? <laughs> yeah. What if we just throw that out <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah. He's he was one of those guys who was just in sales mode from the time I called him. Yeah. Although you wouldn't think he'd need to be. I'm calling him asking for a stripper, right? I don't need to be sold. But man, he just wouldn't shut up. He's talking and talking, and he's got like a got a awesome radio voice kind of sales the guy. Going. Oh yeah, he's like, hey, listen to me. I've been doing this for 17 years, and I got the best job on the planet. I got the best girls you're never. 
never going to find any girls like I got right here. I got the best <laughs> girls. So here's the deal. I'm going to tell you the deal. You go look on the website, all the best girls. And those are real pictures. None of those are doctored up. Not like those sites you go to and they pay somebody to airbrush their girls. No, those are real girls, and I'm <laughs> sending them to your door. So here's the deal. I'm going to tell you what happens. It's a two- to three-hour party, $175. If you got 15, 15 guys there, you need to have 40 to $60 per guy. Don't even bother bringing those dollar bills. I'm going to lay it to you straight right now. Hey, just the other day, I was down in Emeryville. Man, did we have a party there. It was going and going and going. So here, here's the girls, and he's just on, and I'm, and I'm you going. You did really well, by the way. <laughs> and it just on and on. You can't even, there's not even a, 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 a space that you can go, hey, but. Can't what? get a, can't get a I, pause in I, edgewise. I, wait. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> He's just going, uh, and I just wanted to tell him, man, you're a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm yeah. glad you, you like your stuff, but, you know. Dirty man. Settle down. <laughs> so. <laughs> Tweaker. Anyway, yeah, exactly. So no stripper. It's a bachelor party with no stripper. It's actually just going to be beer and poker. Jonathan's actually yeah. a pretty good dancer. We might hey, see if we fun. can, uh, and he works for a lot less than 20 he to 40 does, bucks yeah. a head, right? Wow. <laughs> He's going to tie his shirt Beer up in a poker. knot. <laughs> Liquor in the front, poker in the back. Exactly. That's all like we're that, doing. Guys. You should pull the lint out of your belly button before you do that. <laughs> I'm sure they'll end up being a, like, I don't know, some sort of a strip show out of John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, if you, if you're feeling up to it, then that might cheer you guys. Oh, up. I was just reading that, um, Seattle. And the gentlemen's clubs are going to outlaw lap dancing. Is that right? Yes. Why? Uh, they passed a law because they had a moratorium on gentlemen's clubs for the past 15, 16 years. And the city council or whatever in Seattle decided to get rid of that. Okay. So they're fearing an influx of a whole bunch of new gentlemen's clubs. So now they're, t- they're talking about cracking down in other ways. Wow. So they, uh, I don't know if they did it or tried to do it in LA also and New York where they basically set up a radius around the guests so that the strippers aren't allowed to cross that imaginary line anymore. And it was just in the name of, of the moral majority trying to regulate what was happening where, where now it's okay to have strippers as long as they don't touch you kind of thing. Hmm. So kind of ridiculous if you ask me. Yes, pathetic. I mean, if the woman's to put her boobs on my face. I'm, I want to touch them. I'm prepared to receive them. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, you know? And no, you don't no, go no, to, no, no. and it, it, it doesn't make the strip club necessarily, you know, less moral no. or more moral to, to, you know, create boundaries like that, right? No, not at all. <laughs> I'm glad John's with me. <laughs> hey, you two just sit there and look at me, yeah, all right? Yeah, I'll, just, I'll talk to you. Morgan, I, you I wouldn't know. I, you someone at home listening to this? You're not allowed <laughs> no, to chime in on the no, stripper no, discussion? I just personally am not into uh, strip clubs, but that, I'm not going to stop you guys from, from your discussion. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never been to one. I'm just wondering, right. do they serve no, good beer either. there? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> It depends. Uh, it, I think that uh, I, I've been to a couple in San Francisco that, that if I remember right, serve some okay beer. Nice. Uh, not great beer. It's not like a brew pub. Mm-hmm. Um, something to think about, though. Uh, yeah. yeah hey, there's, <laughs> a, there's, there's an angle. Yeah. yeah. A little brew. bed and breakfast, a little strip club on the side. The B&B. Yeah. Brew on premise. That's right. Mm-hmm. Boobs and brews. Yep. Yeah, boobs. <laughs> I have a neighbor that's always been interested in opening up a brewery slash brothel. Really? So, that, you know, I mean, I think you'd have to go to Nevada for that. But uh, Gotcha. Uh, what's, what's a brothel? Brothel is a whorehouse. I think oh. it's a great idea. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know? Good beer. I just, I just think living Good above brothel. a liquor store might be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doc would settle for that. <laughs> That's a good point. A little malt liquor love. That's a good point. 
<laughs> well, we are supposed to get a call from somebody uh, who actually just got out of the last day of Oktoberfest in Munich. And I just saw my phone over there ringing, so I'm wondering if that phone isn't working for him, Danielle. You might want to try to get a hold of him again. Uh, so we can find out what the Oktoberfest was like. It's Flo, who was on our very – was it our very first show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was here. Flo is on our very first show. He lives in Munich. And uh, I know he went to this year's Oktoberfest several times. And today was the last day. And he and I think he shut the place down. So Decided to be a touristin. Yeah. So we were hoping to get a full report on that. So maybe that'll happen. All right. I got a top ten list for you. And I got some news for you, as usual. How about good, that? Good. Uh, I got your choice of top ten lists now. Because cho- I, I, I had a tough time figuring out which one to use. We get to choose? Well... We all get to choose together. Okay. But I've got I've got a few. Um, a couple that have to do with drinking and a couple that don't. One of them that doesn't is called the top ten reasons your son is too old to breastfeed. And the reason I chose this one is because at my place of employment where I'm a server slash bartender, uh, you ever been to these restaurants where, where a woman's breastfeeding right there at the restaurant and – Okay, it works for some, it, it doesn't for others. It's it's a woman's choice. It's fine. Uh, so, so you don't ask they, they don't ask for a child's menu then. They don't ask. Well, this is where <laughs> actually this is where it gets interesting. Well, do you charge a corkage fee for that? I I think you should. Oh, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> charge a corkage. And I mean, I'm not going to say if it's right or wrong. I'm I'm happy to give my prefer, my preference. I I'd rather not see it to be quite honest, but whatever. It, it, a kid's got to eat too. And if you're out to dinner, kids hungry, fine. This particular kid who was breastfeeding in the restaurant, when he was finished, jumped off his mom's lap and walked away. <laughs> I, I was standing next That's to him at the urine strange, at the man. urinal together. He's like, "Hey, how's it going?" He ordered. He had a he yeah, he had a pee. he had to order a fries after that. That's gross. And I'm not kidding. The guy, the yeah, the guy, the kid, whatever, jumps off his mom's lap, goes walking around the restaurant, comes back and eats his French fries. He's just like sucking boob. And I'm going, "Why? Well, guess you don't need a beverage menu, right?" He's fine, but he's oh, he's too old to be breastfeeding. If the kid can jump off your lap and then go stand next to me at the urinal, he's too old. Was this at Denny's? <laughs> yeah. So, so that's why I chose this one. So we can we can hear that one if you <laughs> How want. How did you find out about this? <laughs> Jesus. I have my sources. Yes, you do. Uh, I got another one that's uh, it's interesting. This one is a, is it's actually ten. Symptoms that you'll experience while drinking heavily, uh, it'll give the cause of those symptoms and then what action you should take to remedy them. It's an all right list. Another one I've got is top ten things that sound dirty in law. This one's pretty funny. Um, and then top ten reasons beer is better than religion, which is kind of an old one. I'm not sure if you guys have heard that one, but it's been around for a while. So I say we save the beer and religion one for another time okay. when... When we're bored and we don't mind hearing it again. So how about you want the breastfeeding one or the drinking symptoms one? You Ro- guys Rochambeau think? or you, uh, I mean I could do them both. What the hell? Do them both, go. Let's do it quick. Okay. Alright. Top ten reasons your son is too old to breastfeed. Number ten, he can open your blouse himself. <laughs> That's true. That's true, he's too old then. Uh, number nine. While suckling at one breast, he caresses the other. Oh yeah. my god. Also true. Uh, number eight. He has developed a bad habit of flicking his tongue. <laughs> yeah. uh, number seven. He keeps slipping dollar bills in your belt. <laughs> also true. Uh, number six. 
He uses your <laughs> sorry, this one this list is good. Uh he uses your milk as creamer for his coffee. <laughs> That's disgusting, dude. What the hell are you oh, doing? Oh man. Nobody do, how about he doesn't bother to unlatch to answer his cell phone. Yeah, that's a good one. We'll make that number eleven. That's cool. Uh, number five, your birth control pills interfere with his acne medication. Oh, that is foobard. <laughs> Oh, my eyes are watering. <laughs> I can't read these things. Uh, <laughs> I'm really afraid. I'm really afraid that I'm the only one who finds this utterly hilarious. Uh, number four. After each feeding, he has a smoke. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> number three. He frequently invites his friends over for dinner. <laughs> wow. Uh, number two. You feel an uncontrollable urge to listen to dueling banjos. <laughs> Nothing against you, Doc. Okay. <laughs> and number one, beard abrasions on the areola. That's the number one reason your son is too old to breastfeed. <laughs> little rash. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, little beard abrasions. Yeah. Okay, that's. <laughs> I like it. It's too quiet in here. Uh. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Prost, everybody. Prost. Prost. You can hear the clanking of glasses across the desk. All right, how about the top ten drinking symptoms then? All right, and these are symptoms you'll you'll notice while drinking. What's causing them and then how you can remedy them. Okay. Symptom. Drinking fails to give taste and satisfaction. Beer is unusually pale and clear. Fault? Your glass is empty. Action? Find someone who will buy you another. Symptom. Drinking fails to give you taste and satisfaction, and the front of your shirt is wet. Fault? Mouth not open when drinking, or glass applied to wrong part of face. You've all done that before. Yeah. <laughs> you start talking after. Yeah. Action. Buy another beer and practice in front of a mirror. Drink as many as needed to perfect this drinking technique. Hmm. Symptom. Do you do that, by the way? Practice? <laughs> in the front of the mirror? Yes. <laughs> Uh, symptom, your feet are cold and wet. Fault, glass being held at an incorrect angle. Action, turn glass the other way up so that the open end points toward the ceiling. Symptom, feet feeling warm and wet. Fault, improper bladder control. <laughs> Action, go stand next to the nearest dog. After a while, complain to the owner about his lack of house training and demand a beer as compensation. Symptom, floor is blurred. Fault, you're looking through the bottom of an empty glass. Action, find someone who will buy you another beer. Symptom, floor swaying. Fault, excessive air turbulence, perhaps due to an air hockey game in progress nearby. Insert a broom handle down the back of your jacket. Symptom, floor is moving. Action, or fault, you're being carried out of the bar. Action, find out if you're being taken to another bar. If not, complain loudly that you're being kidnapped. Symptom, opposite wall is covered with ceiling tiles and fluorescent light strip across it. Fault, you've fallen over backward. Action, if your glass is full and no one is standing on your drinking arm, stay put, you're fine. If not, get someone to help you up. Latch self to bar. Uh, last two, symptom, everything has gone dim, mouth full of cigarette butts. Fault, you've fallen forward. Action, see above. Symptom. Everything has gone dark. Fault. The bar is closing. Action. Panic. So the two top ten lists for the day. And now a little bit of news. Leave it to the Germans who are always hard at work at, at, the, at the world's problems. Oh, do we have a phone call? 
Oh, is that Flo from Germany? Oh, I didn't even realize. Did yeah. you tell me? I just yeah. didn't pay attention. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. Flo. Hello? Hello, Flo. Hello, Justin. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah. All right, wonderful. Everybody can hear each other. And you're calling us live from Munich. Yeah, of course. And have you just come home from the uh, Oktoberfest? Yeah, now it's... Um, 2.30. 2.30 in the morning there? 2.30 here, and the Oktoberfest is closing at 11. Oh, closed at 11, okay. But did you just tell me that the last day is actually tomorrow because we have a stupid national holiday tomorrow, Flo? It's a stupid national holiday, but it's uh, good for us that yeah. the last day is tomorrow. That's oh, so you do right. get one more day? Yeah, of course. Is, and that doesn't happen all the time? No, it does not, because it's always this 4th of October. It's sort of an important day to Germany, because this is when, like, East and West reunited and stuff. So that's and stuff. <laughs> you know what happened. <laughs> yeah. So, Flo, how is it? Tell me. I have been trying to get a hold of you for two weeks. You've only been oh. drinking, right? It's like all the years, and it's great. And I um, was there today for the ninth time. <laughs> Very the ninth good. Time in two weeks, right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Very uh, good, good that boy. boy. And how much are you paying for a Stein of beer? How much you have paid? Yeah, for, 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 for one month. beer, for a liter. Uh, 7 euro 20. Oh my god. That's what, 8 bucks? That's 780, 7.90, yeah. 8 bucks. Yeah, but but you're not talking great. about a glass of beer here, guys. You're talking about one of those giant Steins of beer, like Quarter the beer. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good it's amount of beer. Almost a 40. Yeah. But uh, but it's it's more expensive than in past years, right, Flo? Yeah, but only twenty cent more. Oh, okay, so it's okay. There was seven euro last year. Did you have Augustiner tonight? No, today we were in a tent where you could get um, a Hofbräu. No, not bad either. Hey, they opened a Hofbräu in uh, Chicago. What? It's been there for a couple years now. There's one in Vegas too. Is there? Yep. there Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, and they they import German real German brewers to brew at them. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. They just import them. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> order Let's them. import some Germans. They send them over on a ship. How many beers did you have tonight, Flo? Tonight, um, four. Only? Over the course of how many hours? Uh, Half from an hour. five to ten. Oh, you're bringing it weak, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but it was my ninth time. I <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Hey, do you want to hear some Gert and Werner? He can't uh, hear it. He cannot listen to the radio. He can hear it over the phone. The, Flo's the one who took me to the bar. Hey, what's that bar called with Gert and Werner? Frauenstein Stubensteffen. <laughs> what's its real name, though? Frauenhofer Schoppenstube. Oh, yeah. Frauenhofer Schoppenstube. Very good. Hey, Flo, Daniela's going to... Daniela's going to teach us a song from the Oktoberfest. Do you want to help her out in teaching us? Come on, Flo. We're going to sing. You're going to know this song, Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Ein Prosit, ein Prosit, der Gemütlichkeit. Ein Prosit, ein Prosit, der Gemütlichkeit. Prost, Prost, Prost. Yeah. All right. Good, Flo. Very good. Thank you. Now, what's the deal with that song? 
You have to you have to sing that. At, at like well, it's like they have live entertainment in the beer halls, of course, or beer tents, I should rather call them. And like every 15 minutes, the band takes a break and wants to encourage the crowd to drink more, right? Okay. So they sing this song, and this song is an official sign that everybody, really no exemption, needs to take the stein and drink. Do the waitresses do it also? Waitresses, no. Well, waitresses don't have no. the time. They're so busy. I'm going to tell you later more, but it's crazy, and everybody takes a stein, and they all cheer together and everybody sings this song. You you have like 10,000 people yelling this song. It's really good. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah. In every tent. In every but tent. they sing it uh, every half hour. Oh, half hour. But only in the Hoppohau, they sing it every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So over the course of your nine visits to the, to the tents, how many times would you say you sang that song? I can't say it. <laughs> that <laughs> many much. times? Wow. That's great. And was that Dre in the background helping you sing also? Yeah. It was. That's great. Uh, Dre was, <laughs> Dre helped out on the show here for our first show also, so. And did she go all nine times with you? No, only, uh, what was your visit today? The fourth time, I think. Four wow, times. that's not too much. Yeah. You know, I met a German at my restaurant the other day who was here visiting he decides to come here for Oktoberfest because the, the weather's warmer and nicer, and he doesn't need to sit in tents full of six million people. He oh, said. great! What a great dude. Well, he was okay until I realized when I told him that the best hell is in in Munich is Augustiner. He told me no, it's Edninger. Oh, Edninger. Best yeah. tent or the best beer? The best, best beer. The best beer is Augustiner, but the best tent is. Um, or uh, Well, that's your perspective, dude. It's What's not my opinion. <laughs> What's the second one you said? Schottenhandel, and you can uh, drink their Spaten. Flo uh. just says Schottenhandel because that's the tent where all the girls show their tits all the time. Oh, and where there's yeah. a lot of banging and kissing and all that shit going on. Well, you're right about that, Flo. <laughs> I've not even been there, and I'm aware that's the best tent. <laughs> that's not the only reason. Yeah. yeah. I would have gone there all nine times. <laughs> all 14 times that I actually would have gone. <laughs> uh, all right. So are you going to go again tomorrow then for the last day? Yeah, of course. Because tomorrow you can um, get a place in the tent easily. And, and I, I have some uh, vouchers left, so I have to go. Okay, very cool. Vouchers, what What did the voucher do? Just get you in there or they get you beer? What? what what's the voucher for? Uh, for beer. Oh, okay, for beer. So you have to buy beer tickets and then turn in the tickets? Yeah, right. and if you want to go uh, to a tent, you have to uh, buy tickets, and I have six tickets left for for, for beer. That's going to be a good yeah. night. How many yeah. naked breasts did you see in the nine times <laughs> you were there? Flo? His girlfriend is sitting right next to him. Well, Justin. she knows that he saw naked boobs. He was only there four times. He didn't ask she for She was him. only there four times. Oh, she was only there four times. You don't want to answer did, that question. Did he Flo? breastfeed? All right. <laughs> 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 oh, well, I could ask Dre how many naked breasts she saw. If you'd rather me do that. <laughs> All right, Flo. Thank you very much for calling us. You're and, welcome. And giving us an update mm -hmm. on the uh, 2005 Munich Beer Festival. Say hi to Dre. Thank you. I miss you and the Oktoberfest mainly. Yeah, and come next year to the October. We day. will. Yeah, we're gonna try that. No doubt, we will. Doc, you want to go we next year? I was gonna try to go this day, year. I, I mean, my brother and I were trying to plan to go this year. You were okay, uh, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. we'll try for next year. Try for next year. All right. Very good. Next year. What do you got? Hopefully, yeah. Two thousand six. Six seven be there. teeth to pay for that trip. 
Oh, it's not that. <laughs> that's not the, that's not the issue. <laughs> uh, we got to put your wife to sleep for what six, seven days yeah, exactly. to make that trip. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Flo. Bye, Flo. Bye. All right. Cool. Have a good time. We, we will. All right. There you go. Your live report from our very own German staff in Munich. Yeah, you don't get that every day. No, you don't. That was cool. He didn't want to talk about. What, why did you keep uh, giving me the don't talk about things, Daniela? <laughs> What? Hello, give her the microphone. Hello. Back. I don't understand. I'm just asking him about boobs and stuff. Yeah, but maybe he doesn't want to talk about boobs in front of his girlfriend. I don't understand Why, that. Why, she doesn't have any? <laughs> well, she, well, yeah, she does, yeah, but still. Oh, that's you know, the only Some people ones. are that way. They don't want to talk about sex and other girls and boobs in front of their girlfriends. I don't know why either, but it is that way. Okay. Right. And he didn't want to talk about how many times he went there either? You seem to be telling me not to say that he went nine times. No, no, no. Uh, it was just that she was only there four times and he was there nine times, so there's sort of a discrepancy. Okay. So maybe you don't want to go. You know, you don't want to dig holes there. I so, so he had, he had That's a, exactly <laughs> what I want to do. He had a good time four <laughs> times, but not yeah. the five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The other five were miserable. Yeah, yeah I so wish you were, really wish you were here. I, I, I just yeah. remember. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Quick news, then we're going to take a break. Uh, as I was about to get to, the Germans, always hard at work at solving the world's problems, have uh, created a, a, a beer mat, uh, and I think by beer mat they mean a beer coaster, that can think. It's a beer mat that calls for a refill when the pint is almost empty, has been invented by scientists in Germany. The electronic beer mat was created by computer scientists Andreas Butz of the University of Munich and Michael Schmitz of Saarland University. Beneath the cardboard surface is a small, flat base plate, which conceals pressure and acceleration sensors that react to the weight of the glass and the position and movement of the coasters. The microsensors then pass this information via radio link to the bar, where the signal is picked up and decoded by a waiting computer. So, uh... You can get a beer just without even asking. You just put your half-empty beer down, or you know, it's getting down. To the, you guys know this problem. You get to the bar. You got if, if it's a busy it. bar, you got to wait. And only, you're waiting. Only a pyramid. <laughs> it's a long wait there. Uh, so I think this is a, a brilliant thing to have invented. Um, they say it's also capable of more than just ordering a refill. It could be used to, uh, for example, judge the performance of a karaoke singer or to give an opinion on referee decisions on big screen matches and sports bars. Uh, a yes vote, for instance, could be registered by raising the glass, causing the sensors to move. So there you go. So what happens when they just start banging their glass on the table? <laughs> trash that sensor to yeah, hell. I don't know. But I'm sure the Germans have thought of that, Doc. They're good at that sort of thing. Uh, the Miller Brewing Company is kicking off a responsible retailing program, which is one of these responsible, uh, you know, drink responsibly campaigns. But this one is actually targeted at parents. Uh, because there are so many parents nationwide uh, that allow I – sh- I say nationwide because this is just – it's just a campaign that's in America um, – that 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 let their kids drink and let their high school kids, you know, have parties to house and buy them the beer and all that, you know, which, you know, my parents did. <laughs> I, yeah, look mine how, too. Look how I turned out. You, you, you turned out great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lush. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm a brewer who works at a bar and runs a brewing show. Show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it had nothing to do with it. Any excuse to drink, right? 
The Responsible Retailing Program kicked off this week in Waukesha County, Wisconsin, where alcohol-related auto accidents are the leading cause of death for residents younger than the state's 21-year-old drinking age. Occasionally, the tragedies involved victims who attended high school parties where parents were present and even purchased the alcohol. The Miller Program addresses the social sources of underage drinking by supporting parents and adults who honor the legal drinking age and encourages others to change their behavior toward kids regarding alcohol. And they're just, you know, they're basically going to put signs up at retail stores and different things that say, America's parents support the 21-year-old drinking age. We support America's parents. Yeah, yeah. We do, too. Suck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're Stein. You can still (laughs) brew at 18, though, so. You can brew at 18. You just can't drink it. The interesting thing about these, it's a catch-22 with the big beer companies getting involved in these drinking responsibly campaigns because... On one hand, they should get involved because they've got the money to, to support programs like this and, and, and people who don't have the money aren't going to be able to afford the programs, right? On the other hand, it's pretty, you know, counterproductive to be a company that, that makes all their money on selling masses of beer and then telling people, you know, you shouldn't drink masses of beer mm-hmm. or whatever else. And they also, you know, Sort of then inad- the commercials don't promote any kind of fun. <laughs> right. No. They quote-unquote inadvertently advertise to minors, you know, all sex. sorts of things. So, you know what I'm saying here? Yeah. Like, look, I'm, I'm just saying that I'm, I'm glad they're contributing to programs, but I'm just not stupid. What's the point? What is the point? There's also – there's, also, law, there's laws, okay? Yeah. And the laws are – that's right. And and parents then should abide by the law. Yeah, It's got to be like Although a I'm, preemptive thing to where they'll – They'll, when an issue comes up later on down the line, of course, yeah, you know, and there's like, let's blame the breweries for this. They can say, hey, we've, yes. we've already done our part for that, and everything else is now on the parents. We support, right, the parents, right, you know? absolutely. Yeah. They're CYA. Now, yeah. what about as as uh, your brewery ever done any sort of uh, you know responsible drinking? Don't drink and drive. You guys ever feel the need to to jump um, on those campaigns? Like on our coasters and stuff like that, we'll put don't drink and drive and okay. Have you ever um, heard of a microbrewery kind of doing anything like this, where they're where they're doing a whole program? Because I don't think that hmm. I have heard of any microbrewery. No, I've ever. seen brew pubs doing you know the the designated driver, yeah, yeah, kind of thing, and, and, and yeah. doing it a big in the pub. Right. And there's some pubs out there. I can't remember where. I've heard about a couple of them where they will offer a free ride home for you. Yeah. Nice. You know, so I think people are trying to be responsible, but yeah, again, it is a cover your ass type thing. I mean. Right. People don't want to uh, – they want to fix the problem before it actually happens. Right. In Arizona uh, – I don't know if it's all over Arizona. Uh, my folks live in Lake Havasu, Arizona, which is a, which is a party town in itself. But yes, the bars there are very cool in that they uh, they have a service that will, that will drive you home from the bars. Um, but a lot of people's worries when they're out at a bar, say on a Sunday night or a, a Thursday night, is that even if they get a ride home, they got to get to work the next morning, With so they can't there. can't leave their car in the parking lot. Well, this service, you you pay like two dollars to get your ride home, um, and they'll pick you up the next morning for free and bring you back to your car. So you just tell them that night, you know, when you're hammered or, or whatever else, hey, I need you here at seven so I can get to my car by seven thirty. And they'll do that for you, which I think is just a yeah. great service. They really go the extra mile to make sure people aren't drinking and driving. They need the tow trucks that'll do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or tow think ahead for free. Yeah. Right? Hey, they'll tow your car home and take your ass home. Yeah, exactly. Or, get, or think ahead and just take a cab to the bar. Yeah. There you go. 
Yeah, except a lot of people just don't want to pay. Like in our area, for example, it's it's really our area sucks for for there's uh, no cabs around for discour- Yeah, there's no cabs for discouraging drinking and driving. Our area is terrible, and I think they do it on purpose because they make a lot of money on drinking Bart. and driving. I mean. But Bart can't get you to the bar, man. What I got to walk a four? A, it's a forty-five minute walk to my Bart, right? It's Dude, actually it's longer like- than that. Yeah. It's a it's a half an hour walk to the bus and then another half an hour to get to the bar. I can drink at least three or four beers in 45 minutes, though. While you're walking? Yeah. But that's yeah. illegal, too. Well, it depends if you have it in a cup, though. Yeah, I still think. Yeah, well, yeah. can you drink in public? Or, no, I guess you can't because I, I, yeah, I can pop for that one. <laughs> yeah. See? So it's all Sometimes I forget you can't do that. But I've been at a bar here, and I've called. Uh, I've, I've been at a bar and said, I need a cab. And they're like, yeah, we don't have any cabs. It's going to take about three hours for you to get a cab. And which what? is ridiculous. You know, the bar's closed and it's like here? 11 o'clock in, in Walnut Creek. Very that's, local. Yeah, right down that's there. That's typical. Yeah. No, but, even, but even here, what's the cab ride going to be for me to get to a bar? 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I've, stumb- yeah, I've stumbled that, yeah. hard out of Krogan's before, right, yeah. in, right into a cab. So. Yeah. These are all bars. In our, we, we're sort of in a triangle here of a few, uh, a couple cities, and, and they're all bars that are locally mm-hmm. that we're talking about. But th- this is my point about about. They don't make it easy. They don't make it easy, and it needs to be subsidized like this company in Arizona where it's two bucks to get home from the bar no matter where you live in town. And you're and, and it's a big town. You're driving quite a ways. Uh, and, and they get you back to your car free. It's not that they can, you know, that, that that's all it costs. Cars aren't cheaper in Arizona, and neither is gas necessarily. But it's subsidized by the city, and our city oh, okay. needs to do the same thing. You know, but they don't, and and you need to have programs like that. It's the same in Europe. There's lots of uh, of public transportation that's subsidized by the government, and that's they could how subsidize it with uh, DUI penalties, yeah. I guess. Exactly, they already yeah. do. Exactly. Yeah. When I got busted, uh, I was told by both my lawyer and a judge that basically in this in this town that's near it's, it's Walnut Creek. It's a well-to-do town. Lots of money flowing through it, um, but it's also where sort of the 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 bar scene is you know there's bars elsewhere it's a hub for our area it's a hub uh well the judge and the lawyer were telling me that they've basically eradicated almost all crime from walnut creek there's really not much crime left there except for two things and one of them is duis and the other one is like urinating in public which is also drinking related people come out of the bars and they go pee on the street i got pop for that too so (laughs) i don't i I, you're my hero hard to believe I i got that one too so they make a lot. They make a lot of amount, a lot of revenue off of their DUIs, and so it's almost like they're not about to sort of eradicate that problem when they make a serious amount of cash. Pays their bills. I mean, five to seven grand a pop. You yeah, know? exactly. So, and I think that the fines for urinating in public are pretty expensive now too. They've gone up in the. In last you know, year I was so. just sitting and tried to get out of court, and I was just hoping that they weren't going because they were telling everybody, "Okay, you're up here for blah blah blah." Yeah, and I was really hoping that they weren't going to just. <laughs> Announce that to everybody. Yeah, and, and it turned out, that, oh, you're here for infraction number eight zero four four one. Gotcha. Cool. You're right. And it really, it really wasn't that much. That's back when I was in college, and yeah. it really wasn't that much. But you know, I, I was sitting there sweating for about forty five <laughs> minutes, waiting for you know, me to get up in there. Doctor Scott, you're here for peeing on the wall at the Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it was the classic cases. You know, everybody's doing it, and I'm the one that got hosed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Run. Uh, you know. I turned around and they're standing there. Yeah. So, it's like, <laughs> what are you gonna do? What am I gonna do? They're like, uh, "Sir, stop that!" You're like, "Hold on a second, um, hold on, hold on. no, hold on. I'm not <laughs> I can't." No, we were all walking away, and it's uh, like, you know, it's like, I was the closest one to the car. Gotcha. So. <laughs> they didn't shake your hand, I bet. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, how about a little donation from some beer companies that was uh, 
not hypocritical, a good cause. Uh, residents and visitors to Santa Cruz County, which is uh, on the coast near us in Northern California, drank a lot of beer this summer, enough to raise $10,000 for the environmental group Surfrider Foundation. Uh, at a nickel a case, the donation by Couch Distributing Incorporated represents about 200,000 cases of Bud and Bud Light sold between Memorial Day and Labor Day in the county. Uh, and that's 4.8 million cans of beer. And the donation caps 10 years of contributions to the surf rider through the beer distributor, uh, Save Our Surf campaign. The total donation stands at more than $100,000. So that's uh, just kind of cool. Basically, they just, they're the distributor that, that knocks off a nickel a case and gives it to this foundation that uh, works on cleaning up the coast and keeping water clear and stuff like that. So If you can do it, why not? You know? Yeah, pretty good. All right, last thing really quick, and I don't really know why I'm plugging this website. I think I have to just because it's weird. And I thought it was really interesting, so I'm going to say it. Maybe some of you guys have heard of it. It's called buybrianabeer.com. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody heard of this in here? No. It's, it's no. buybrianabeer.com. And the, the site is basically part reality show, part website. Um, it's a new website just launched um, based on a highly popular uh, milliondollarhomepage.com, which I don't know what that was. Um, but but buybrianabeer.com takes it a step further. It uh, follows Brian, who was a hardworking man that proudly served his country in times of crisis and later in life continued serving his country as a United States postal worker. And uh, we all know how demanding that job can be. This is the article speaking. Uh, the workload never ends. The mail keeps coming and coming. And why do you think so many postal workers go crazy? So uh, after years of hard work and protecting our country, Brian now lives in Lincoln, Rhode Island. He collects disability checks with which he can barely afford the basic needs of all men, food, shelter, and, of course, beer. Anytime Brian can scrap up some spare change for a beer here and there, he can sit back and let his troubles melt away. And let's face it, he earned that much. So take some spare change, as little as a dollar, and help make Brian a happier man by buying him a beer. Uh, and you can go to buybrianabeer.com. Uh, and basically, there's just pictures of the guy doing random things. Like I looked at today, he has a blog, so that he just kind of <laughs> says what he's doing daily. Today he's having a yard sale. <laughs> and they have pictures of the things that he's selling, which are, is interesting enough as it is. You need one of those. <laughs> I do. Yes. And basically, people have donated, you know, companies will donate to him, even if it's 10 bucks, and he'll hold up a, a sign, which is just a piece of paper that he's taken a big black felt pen and write. And written, you know, he's got a beer in one hand and the, and the piece of paper in the other that says this beer was donated by thebrewingnetwork.com, for example, which yeah. I think we should probably donate just, oh, to, yeah. just to get that picture and put it up on the site. Uh, he actually has a theme song as well. I thought I'd play for you guys in case you want to hear it. It's short, and uh, I don't know. It's it, Somebody liked what he was doing and wrote a, a theme song for him. So this is uh, by Brian a beer theme song. Went a little hip hop with it. Sealy Dan. There you go. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, 
I just think he's a lazy guy, right? I mean, I, I guess he's done he's done his time. And I don't know if he retired or he just got hurt and now he's on disability. Although, I'll tell you this. In a couple of the pictures I saw on the website, he's got a brand new Dodge Durango parked in his driveway. But his house is a bit shabby. You can see pictures in there. And but he has beer money. He has beer money, man. And I guess I think he's one of these guys who comes home and he kicks back 10 or 12 a day. And that's what he can't afford to do anymore. Yeah. So some buddy of his decided, hey, I'll help you out and create this I website. Think, I think you ought to give him a call or let him know your secret. <laughs> yeah. He's a brewery. <laughs> Work at a brewery, bro. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. 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 All right. Sticks in your head, All right. We're going to bring it home. BM style here. Wait, hold on. Let me drop the flow. Here we go. Yeah. Go ahead, Buybrianabeer.com. There you go. Like I said, I don't know why I'm helping this guy out promoting his website. I just thought it was funny. And it's just funny to look at. There's video on there, too. I haven't looked at the video yet. So, uh, I don't know. He's probably going to have, like, a pallet of beer to show up. <laughs> yeah. It's all Bud and Bud Light, too. He's not even asking for he good stuff. He's just like, just give me whatever. Beer. You know? Yeah. It's beer, man. Yeah. So, there you go. So, are we supposed to send him money or beer? I, I think you donate money. No, no. He'll be, he'll just buy crappy beer if we send him money. <laughs> Yeah, you just, uh, yeah, that's what he did. I don't know if he'd want good beer. He just wants a bad beer that he can drink 12 of in a, in a sitting, you know what I mean? Well, maybe we should ask him. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a little break. Uh, it's the Oktoberfest show. Why are you looking at me like that, John? That's crazy, little oh. bird. We're going to refill. We're going to fill up. I got a listener's beer to taste when we come back. Uh, sent in to us just this week. It's all cold. It's an Oktoberfest. John's got an Oktoberfest that he brewed. And, of course, uh, EJ Fairs brought their Mards in for us and their gold medal winning Schwarzbier. How about that? Cool. So we'll be right back. 888-401-BEER. Call us up. Let us know what's happening. And join us in the chat room at thebrewingnetwork.com. She sat right down so Listening to a bunch of guys talk about beer. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Alright, welcome back. It is the Brewing Network, and Beautiful. it's our live show, and we got a caller to take right now, so why don't we pick that up? I think let's we take got him. we got Jack on the horn, and uh let's see what's going on over there. Jack, are you there? Jack. Yeah, I got you. There you are. I got you just a low volume here. I'm doing alright, how are you? Yeah, it's kind of a little bit, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, let me see if I can find the stuff like this. I've been wanting to come over to see you. Hey, Jack. Yeah, you know, I'm a, an ex-DJ, too, and stuff like that. And many, many years ago when I was in college, and and I've got one of these voices, as you can always tell. I'm an... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, you want me to, I can talk like somebody from the different voices, and i got all these crazy voices. Or I like I that one. Like Hey, Jack, Jack, hang on a sec. Uh, what kind of phone are you calling me on? Yeah. Jack, you know, so what kind of phone are you calling me on? I only live not too far from you. You don't, do you? Yeah, I live over in Benicia. All right. Hey, Jack. Yeah. What What kind of phone are you calling me on? Oh, let's see. I'm talking on a crazy phone here that uh, I need I've you had to... for many years and stuff back and forth. 
Do you, do you have another, like a landline? Do you, do you have a different phone you can use? Well, it's the landline I'm on right now. Oh, it is? Oh, no. Oh. Because I just don't know if our listeners can hear you, and I'd hate for them to miss out on this phone call. Oh, oh wait, I'm, I'm, I'm boosting you up I'm now. I'm up here by my computers. I've got a whole mess of them, and I'm also one of the guys that take and, and download all the archives and stuff like that, too. Oh, okay. So you say you have a background in radio, do you? Yeah, but I can hear the radio in the background over here. Oh, yeah, you got to turn that off. I know. Well, if it's coming over there too much, I can turn it down, you know, no it's problem. A, that might be interfering a little bit. You know, and... It's and, not all you hear, is it, Jeff? There we go. I turned it completely off. That's better. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's a little better. You know, so. Are you drinking with us today there, yep, Jack? I had a couple Oktoberfest from uh, Sam Adams and also with a couple of uh, Gordon Beach and, uh, and Red Tail Ale. <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> Why don't you do some of those voices for us again? Let's see. Ooh, let's which see if one you, do you want me to do? Now, what, whatever you got. I want to. I want to know if you got what it takes. <laughs> which country is that, Jack? <laughs> well, in, in fact, if, if you want me to, I can talk like what uh, Matt was trying to do, but very much, uh, you know, like from India or Pakistan, and, you know, very much for me to talk. Uh-huh. To no, 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 you get away from the Slurpee machine. Doc, don't help <laughs> But me. if you start it bouncing, it sounds sweet, very much. <laughs> Jack, yeah. are, are you the one who was sending me the email that wanted to come here and hang out in the studio and stuff? Yep. Mm. Man. Well, that's what Natty told me to do. Oh, okay. And also, I sent you over because Natty said I should come over and help you brew and stuff like this. Oh. I get off at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I Natty to come pick you up. Yeah, I should send right. Natty to go get you. Yeah. He's not here, then. And uh, then I can teach you guys how to fly precision stunt kites, too, because I do that for Berkeley. Really? The West Coast stunt kite. I'm going to give you Nathan's address. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I got your address off of the... You know, and stuff like this, and I know approximately where it's at. Okay, okay. You know. That scares me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's what Natty said. It sounded like I would have to go over there and have you guys fun because I'm also a crazy, mean, crazy person. Right. It's very easy for me so in everybody a, laughing. In a German accent, how many bare breasts did you see over the course <laughs> of Oktoberfest? Very, very good for me to talk to you. <laughs> you know, I can talk very much to German, you know, right. because, uh, uh, you know, we do puppeteering. Man, we got to put a P.O. box up on you the know, website. Voice, voice, <laughs> if I hadn't rang so much, I would probably... My voice is that high, and I can get way up high. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, you can always... One of a kind. I'm, I'm going to be honest, Jack. I, right now, I think you're an awesome phone guest. I don't know if we're ready to have an extra in-studio <laughs> guest. You know, in fact... Uh, we, haven't had, we haven't really had any listeners. I run all over the place. It's just been uh, Brewers. Colin is a good yeah. friend of mine up in yeah. Napa. Oh, he is? Yeah. I'll have to call Colin and see what's what's doing. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to go up there and try his new porter. Oh, right. Oh, the porter is the porter's awesome. I just had it last week. It's good, Did huh? you have one of his? Pardon? His new porter? He, he, this is the first time he's actually rooted up there. Exactly, yeah. I, I was up at the Calistoga Beer Festival last week. Yeah. Stopped in there at his uh, brewery, and it's awesome. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, Jack, I'm not sure the listeners can hear this call because the, cause the quality okay. is so bad. Well, so no I'll... problem. Then I'll try another phone one of these times. All right, let's do that. Cool. I'll go that way, and I'm a good friend of Matt's. I've been talking with him off and on. I'm the guy that gets him back on, online, too. Beer pal? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Call us back, and hopefully we can get a better connection. Okay. Thank you, Jack. Bye. 
So I don't know about you guys. But, you know uh, he's still listening though, so yeah, be yeah. careful. I'm fully aware of this. He has your address. He started out. He ended better than he finished. Yeah. Is what I'm getting yes. at, right? Didn't he? He started out like he was in, entirely insane. Well, maybe yeah, you just he, have to put him on in the end of the show then. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. When we're drunk and insane. Nate, uh, get, give Natty that microphone for a second, would you? Natty, <laughs> Natty. Yeah. What are you doing? Just just telling people to come on over and stuff. I know. We talked about it in the chat room for a, for a minute. I and think it's. Here's the thing. He kind of talks like Natty does, because Natty comes out with random stuff all the time, too. And then, in the end, you realize Natty's totally sane, and he knows what he's talking about. But in the beginning, you can't figure that out. And that's what this guy just did to us. Is he coming over? <laughs> he, well, Wait, I didn't... No, you're going to go pick him up. I had forgotten that the studio address, which i got to change The problem is, is on the website, he was t- the guy you were just talking to was telling him that he was a 19-year-old woman. <laughs> and that's he's like, yeah, come on over. Yeah, come on over. There was only one person who lives across the uh, Benicia Bridge. Hey, that's the one who just called in. Oh, good. You missed that call, didn't you? Yes, I apologize. I just showed up. Sorry. It's too bad you missed that, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad. All right, let's move on. Okay. Yes. Daryl, if you're in the chat room, call us up because we're going to taste your beer right now. So uh, we'd like to have you on the phone while let's we're doing it, it if you I'm can. It's it 888-401-BEER. I'm also curious if the phone conversation came across because that might have been the most interesting phone call we ever had. Thank you for calling. Jack, I would appreciate you calling us back uh, on, a, on a cleaner line next time, and then we can uh, really get that conversation rolling. Okay. <laughs> Rolling. Since it's the Oktoberfest show, uh, one of our longtime <laughs> listeners, uh, who's very cool to us, um, his name's uh, Daryl, or at least he goes by, yeah, his name is Daryl, and he goes by Daryl in the chat room also, which is unique. Everybody else has a different name in the chat room. Uh, sent us his Oktoberfest. It's called Festivus, <laughs> and uh, which I think is a pretty awesome name, really. I, apparently Doc likes it also. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a reference to... Hang on, I got comedy. You. Okay, like Hecubus? No, it's it's uh, alternate to Christmas. Okay, it's called Festivus. So Festivus is what we've got here. Uh, let's see what he says about it. In regards to this beer, the only real problem I know of is an astringency I've had in all of my beers that I managed to fix right after I brewed this one. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, whole he says whole home water softeners suck. Yes. But I'd love to hear your honest opinion of my O Fest. Um, and I got his recipe here, which we can talk about after tasting. You guys have already done so. I'm going to give it a, a smell. See what we're, what's doing. Mm. You can actually taste the salts, actually. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Taste the salt like from softeners. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they replaced the the calcium with sodium. Well, metallic-y. Like. Yep. Yeah, that would be the salts. It's pretty nice though. If you can look past that, it's pretty nice. A little yeah. bit thin in body though for an Oktoberfest, but yeah. But it has. I think yeah. it actually it has a nice flavor. It's that aftertaste that's the metallicy thing. But right yeah. on your well, the mouthfeel in the beginning is already right, good taste. You, I wonder what his sulfate count is on on the water because if you just boost the sulfate in, in with the high s- sodium content, you're going to get harshness. Mm. Mm. It looks good. It's yeah. got a good yeah, color to it. Color. Yeah, very good. Nice a little nice uh, and clean. It's, yeah, it's very clean. clean. It's a little it's it's uh brownish and copper at the same time. Got a good color like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely I've only had one sip of it and the longer I uh, the time is lapped between that sip, the more metal is appearing on my tongue. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely that metallic thing happening, but I I do like the uh It shouldn't be that hard to fix that though cuz like it's, it's got a good flavor. beer here. Is that the astringency he's talking about? That metallic there? What would you do to fix it? Uh, change the water. Just and filter it or buy water? Or? Um, you probably want to just, 
cut into the lime before it gets to the water softener. And uh, even if it's hard water, he can cut it with uh, distilled water or RO water, maybe half and half, and he'd be pretty good shape. Chargill filter. Yeah. Or, uh, well, that doesn't take out the calcium. calcium but it takes out the dichloramides. Yeah. Uh, also, he, he might be sparging uh, with uh, if he doesn't acidify the sparge water, and he it gets up there in high pH, it's gonna it's gonna leach it out too. Hmm. So it could be a couple couple of things here, but it's on the right track. The yeah. Brewing Network, you're on the air. Darryl? Hi, this is Daryl with the Oktoberfest. Hey, hey Daryl, what's happening? Good, nothing. All right, so we're drinking your stuff here. Uh, did you hear what they were just having to say? No, I was trying to dial the phone. I haven't heard much. Oh, okay. um, so you said you fixed it after this beer. What what did you fix? I uh, started use I uh, I have one tap off of my house that's not on the water softener. Okay. That uh, I've I've been using that and just using a carbon block filter from Home Depot cool. to get my water my brewing water out uh-huh. of, and that seems to have taken care of a lot of the astringent. Yeah, I bet it would. Yeah. Uh, also, in your higher hoppy beers, uh, it'll it'll help too because you're going to get your a lot of harshness and astringency if you raise the the sodium level up like that right um even even if you're hard if your water really really hard you know honestly i don't i i have i've had a lot of trouble getting a water report from my water company okay so i couldn't even tell you um on the forum uh, there's uh some talk about where to get a water uh schedule on and where you could send in your water test and get that tested and it's only probably yeah. 10 or 15 bucks you might want to try it there, there's a source yeah. on brewmonkey.com yeah 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 and if you if you get that at least you'll know where you are and if it's right. too if it's too hard you can just split it with some you know ro water half and half or some distilled water right. uh, and you might want to change it for different beers yeah uh, but uh yeah, i can i can tell it, it can be a pretty good beer it's nice and clean it's I'm curious, what, what do you think the difference is from the batch that you sent us to your new batches from then? I mean, what do you notice in flavor? I've just I've noticed mostly just that the astringency is is uh, going away. Nice. And what would you do? Des- what would you describe? That's I I have I have a terrible palate. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I I I really am not good at tasting uh, subtle flavors in beer. You know so, what that's uh, good for like, is homebrewers that can't brew very well, because then they can drink happily, like from here until eternity, right? <laughs> so you can and that's make exactly whatever, what I do. Yeah, you can make whatever you want. I can, I can have four or five beers and not care what it tastes like. And you're totally but, fine. But uh, it, it does help. It's not, it's not so great, though, when uh, you know you try and give your beer to somebody that actually knows what they're drinking. Yeah, and you're right. You And you sit there and you drink, man, this, I, I just made a damn good beer. And then suddenly, <laughs> <right. laughs> yeah. uh, no, no, dude, uh, this has an infection. This yeah, is yeah, true. Well, screw them. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. That's right. Uh, what about these body issues you, you, that, that you're mentioning here, Morgan? What would you do to give them a little more body in that beer? Uh, well, I mean, that could be mashed hemp. It could be something with... Uh, see I, that recipe I right, right there? Recipe yeah, take a look at his recipe there. I don't know if you would change something about that. Um, you can uh, read the, the grain bill if you would, too. Uh, yeah, he says uh, six and a half pounds. This is for a... Uh, what size batch is this for? Five gallons. Five gallons. Six and a half pounds of Munich... Two and a quarter of Pilsen, half pounds of uh, Crystal 60, half pound of Vienna, quarter pound of Carapils, quarter pound of chocolate. Um, probably has something to do with mash temp because that looks like a pretty solid malt bill. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I don't I, I don't think it's coming from the malt bill. I think it's probably Not the mash temp. In yeah. What's your mash temp now? 
I, I meant to put that on there, and I forgot to put it uh-huh. on the letter until after I mailed it. But what my mass schedule was, was I uh, I dowed in at a, a 131, held it for 20, uh, and then I did a triple decoction. I did a beta rest at a 152, or I mean, I'm sorry, a 145, a uh, sacrification at 152, and then I did a mash out. And sure. what I did for each decoction was boil two pints of water and then add the, add the decoction to that, uh, heat it to 152, held it for about 20 minutes, boiled it for about 20 minutes, and put it back into the mash. How long was your second rest? Uh, let's see, 30 minutes at 145, uh, 45 at 152. See, the thing is, possibly your malt was already um, hydrated, so when you went to your first step, um, you ended up converting most of all sugars at a lower temp, um, where you're going to okay. end up with bit thinner and stuff like that. That might be it. It might not. I don't know, but that might be. Okay. Or you could raise your last uh, mash temp to like in the high fifties and try okay. it there. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot. It's of, a lot of work. It's a solid beer, though. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was a lot of work. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's good to drink. I've got the last one sitting right here. My keg just ran out on me as I was filling. Oh. oh. Well, thanks Sweet. for sending it. We still have another yeah. bottle. You sent us two. We only went through one right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It won't go to waste, Daryl, I promise. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, sure it won't. <laughs> so you got two things to change, and it's already a good beer. I, yeah. I bet you could make yeah. it into a really nice yeah. beer just, just by changing those couple of things. Uh, like Morgan said, it's, it's a good solid mash, mash bill, so. Great, thank you. You know what we, what we have said to do, Daryl, and, and we've yet to have it happen, although, uh, you know, time, it, it, it probably still could happen. Is we have people send us in these first beers and then sort of talk about what to change, and then we never get to taste the the second beer or the third. So if you could send us, you know, after you make some of these changes, send us more. Yeah, and sure, I'll I'll, I'll send one in next October. I right. just some beer. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, wait, how about March? Because that way Call we can, Marzen. or even like you just brewed another one, right? Well, oh, I, I've, I've brewed, I haven't brewed another Oktoberfest recently. Just, you just change your water then brewed some other stuff. Right. Okay. Right. I gotcha. Well, send us, uh, even send us another beer now that you change your water. That would, you know, help us sure. out too, just so we can. Send Justin beer. Yeah, send Justin yeah. beer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to get free beer out of you guys, that's huh? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're smart though. You only, like other people send us four, six beers. You only send us two because you know better. No, I don't. <laughs> I away. <laughs> no, that's, Man. Actually, two, two is perfect. That's, that's awesome. That was fun. <laughs> All right, Daryl. Well, thank you for calling in and definitely thanks for sending the beer. It helps out. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for your help. All right. We'll talk to you yeah. soon. All right, bye. I'd be proud of the beer. Yeah, it was a good beer. Yeah, I like it. It's not bad. It, like I said, it really that's a did. lot of work. He did a lot of decoction yeah. and stuff. I mean, it's if you haven't done a decoction, I've not. You'll do it once. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, There's it. a few commercial breweries that still do that. Uh, normally, it'll be like a single or or two step decoction. Yeah. But uh, every single brewery I've been into, I'd say ninety five percent of the breweries I've been into in the past two years, single step infusion. Hmm. Yeah, you know, just doesn't time, time is money. Time is money, and with the malts that are out there today, the way they're modified, yeah, you're good to go. Right. So, gotcha. But it's fun. I mean, if you have 14 hours to burn <laughs> on your batch, I mean, do it. <laughs> yeah, you might. Right. Yeah. <laughs> More time to drink. Yeah, true. It's a big mess, and uh, it's it's yeah. it's worth doing it once, just to know. Yeah, I'm yeah. Okay. Do, you, you end up scrubbing a lot of kettles. Oh yeah. Yep. And know. and. I don't have time. Because you take it back in on the stove. Even if you're working outside, you take it in on the stove to do the, to heat the decoction, to boil it, and then you right. take it back outside. And gotcha. All right. Why don't we try, uh, Morgan's Martin while we're here? 
Daniela, how do you properly say, is it Mertzen? Mertzen. Mertzen. You have to say it like, you have to say it with a, like, singing like that? <laughs> it's a sing-song right. thing, you know. You want to teach us to sing that song? That, that German song? Could you uh, give Daniela uh, yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah, swing that her yeah, way? Yeah, 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 yeah. We all got to learn this so that we can sing it during the show and then have to prost at the end. Prost. You hear me? Here we go. Here right. go. So, Daniela, now we're all going to have to give this a try, <laughs> along with Daniela. Just FYI, honey, I'm going to move out. Huh? Oh, because you <laughs> Are you concerned that our address is on oh, the web? Just a little. <laughs> you could have groupies. How out is there. the rest of the chat room responding to Jack? Uh, well, fine. Crutch is laughing his ass off. <laughs> hey, Crutch. Like always. F you, buddy. <laughs> Put your address up there. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. Okay. Uh, why don't you teach us a song Absolutely. so that we can sing it and then make each other uh, have a prost throughout uh, the show? That would be very nice. Okay. So okay, are you guys you ready? Might have to, ready? You might have to tell us it. Ready, Scott? Oh, I'm ready. Very good. Are you going to sing along? I don't know this one, but I'll sing. I'm thinking you're going to have to give us the words without singing them so that we know what to sing. Okay, so the words are Ein Prosit. Ein Prosit. Ein Prosit. Ein Prosit. There's, there's an R in there, buddy. Very good, Dr. Scott. <laughs> because Dr. Scott knows some German, you know, he's going to have an easier time. All right, so the words are Ein Prosit, Ein Prosit der Gemütlichkeit. Ein Prosit, ein Prosit, der Gemütlichkeit. liegt I think I need this written down. <laughs> you guys are so rich. How about cut it into three, <laughs> cut it into three parts. I never said of, I wasn't. Uh, instead of two parts. You probably <laughs> learned this in grade school. Yeah. Three parts. Ein Prosit. Ein, ein Prosit. Ein Prosit. Ein Prosit. Der Gemütlichkeit. Der, der Gemütlichkeit. Very good. And that's Very all. Very good. Oh, no. Der Gemütlichkeit? <laughs> yeah. Der Gemütlichkeit. <laughs> no, John. <laughs> Actually, John, you're the best. What is it? Der Gemütlichkeit. All right. That's definitely like Ukrainian. I no. hope there's no one listening in Germany right now. Der Gemütlichkeit. Gemütlichkeit. Come on, like it sounds. And it's called Märzen, by the way. Märzen. Oh, perfect. All right, so we're going to have to... All right. Gemütlichkeit. One more time. Ein Prosit, ein Prosit, der Gemütlichkeit. Ein Prosit, ein Prosit, der Gemütlichkeit. Prosit, Prosit, Prosit. <laughs> oh, the last part was pretty good already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody has to uh, Sorry for you folks at home that had to listen to that, but I hope you learned it as well, and you can sing it with your family and then have approached at the end. Uh, I also fear that that's not the last time you're going to hear it on today's show. <laughs> so there you go. For better or for worse. All right, so what we have here in front of us is Morgan's Martin from EJ Fair Martin, Company. Yeah. Martin, thank Martin. you. Märzen. And they even put the little two dots above the A on the umlaut, umlaut. I think they're called. Umlaut. Umlaut. <laughs> All right, I'm giving it a smell here. We're playing uh, microphone Jenga We're, we're as breaking well. out the uh, microphone. Baba <laughs> boom. Mm, tasty. Mm-hmm. Well, I drank it already. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I, I have my You know, I like the taste, but I don't like the smell. And I don't know if it's because this glass has had other beer in it. No, uh. Can you get a fresh one? Mar- I'll get a fresh Mertzen's one. Are, I don't know. They do the same thing to me. I, you just, know what I'm I don't about? like the smell of them. Yeah. Biscuity. 
No, no, it's it's almost it's got weird. like a grape nuts. No, it's like, like a cleaning fluid kind of. Yeah, smell. it's definitely a, a. It's an infectious type of smell. Yeah, it is. It, it's almost a, a sharp, harsh kind of thing. Well, no, it's it, awesome. It, no, it's, no, it's every every Meritzen's like that. Oh, okay. Do you and not what, get what that? It's the smell. I don't. Uh, probably I, I don't the remember the last time I had a Meritzen. Um, I actually have have slowly dropped a lot of the Munich out of mine and and started using a lot of Vienna, mm-hmm. but yeah, it tastes great. It's not that it goes. I don't smell it when I'm tasting it. It's just mm-hmm. what I. Yeah, it's a, it's a smell room. and and yeah, and I get that in a lot of them too. Hmm. So you drink it, don't smell it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I like that every time I think I smell or taste something, Doc backs me up. <laughs> so don't just hang out here on a limb. <laughs> yeah, see, I thought I was the only one. I was like, I don't like the smell of that. Yeah. But, um, but I like the taste. Wait, 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 wait. What were you smelling? I'm again? trying to think. Uh, it's, it's I almost, can't remember where I even got this recipe it's from. It's weird. It's almost kind of like I want to, <laughs> a harsh kind of weird smell and it kind of bites at your nose it's um it's like bubble gum and medicine yeah uh-huh. i think everyone should know actually this recipe uh that i brewed <laughs> is actually taken from dr scott's is um, that right little recipe book That's his cookbook funny. at home yeah nice. yeah you designed the recipe yeah. for this uh, i'm gonna have to suggest cutting out the windex i guess yeah let's yeah. take know? that out yeah. of the recipe yeah. replace it with 409 perfect <laughs> try that yeah. <laughs> it's also it's um hmm. it's a pretty l- light uh, I don't want to say light body because it's got a lot, a lot of body, but it's a light drinking Meritzen. It's well, not. That, uh, that's yeah. uh, he, he's boosted the Vienna, and the Vienna yeah. helps do that. Yeah. Okay. Finish it really dry. Finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which makes it easy to to mm-hmm. to taste and swallow and have more of. Well, there's it's, so much Vienna and so yeah. much Munich in it. I lower the mash temp from. I think you, originally you're running like 152. Yeah. Or something. I run like 146 with it now. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, but there's so much Vienna in it. I mean, the Vienna and Munich combined together is. It's uh, definitely it's, about half. The it's twenty five percent. I got my. That's oh, you have mine. yours. That's what mine is. The, a the original one. In there? Okay. It's about twenty five percent of Munich and, and Vienna. Is that your original recipe yeah. there, Doc? Of mm. the Martin? Okay. Well, it's good beer. I, I I definitely like it. You serve this at the Ale House, Morgan? Uh, yeah, we do. Actually, my recipe's kind of mutated to be a lot different than this, but yeah, still all has the same. I don't have any pills and malt in mine. Okay. But uh, so. But yeah. Uh, would you mind giving some of the of the recipe to uh, the folks at home? I I think probably Doctor Scott has his written here. I don't know if he wants to. Do that. I'd have to do it out of memory. And oh, okay. You, you know, want to give your stock? Give your recipe. Why well, not? basically the base malts are uh, in mine anywhere are pale malt, pilsner, Munich, and Vienna. Uh, it's got a little carapils uh, for some body, uh, crystal sixty, and some aromatic malt for a little bit of biscuity kind of flavor. Okay. I do have to say when I dough in on this batch. It's the best smelling beer that I make in the mash tun period. Really? Yeah, there's there's no beer out there that smells better in the mash tun. Why is that, you think? Um, I have no idea. I think it's just all the crystal, all the Vienna. All the Munich. It's just yeah. so sweet and mm. you know, I always blame it on the aromatic because that's what it's called, but you know. I think it's that extreme sweetness that, that that's in that aroma too. You know? It's just that it's so sweet. I think this is pretty close to style. As yeah. far as you know, well, Mor- Morgan's also got a brew beer that people want to drink more than yeah. one of, yeah. and so drying yeah. it out doesn't get that cloying sweetness. Well, there they go. I, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's a nice drier beer, uh, easy drinking, yeah. low carbonation makes yeah. you, makes you want to have another one. Yeah, which is the key when you own a bar. It is. It really <laughs> is. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's one thing to make a great beer that people want to drink one of. Yeah. It's another yeah. thing to make a great beer that people want to drink six of. Mm-hmm. Yep. Should change your slogan to EJ Fair, beer that makes you thirsty. <laughs> huh? Yeah. And you want to drink another oh, one? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm not in marketing. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> beer that makes you spend money. EJ Fair. <laughs> How about, like, I want to go there. Come see us. Have a bunch of beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> drink until you fall over. And then take a cab home. EJ Fair. <laughs> hey, uh, about EJ Fair real quick. What's the biggest night over there on the weekend or during the week? At the Ale House? Yeah. Any night natties there. That's right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, I haven't, I don't go there as often anymore. Um, involved. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would probably guess Friday night would probably be the best. Right after work kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. You guys do a happy hour at that alehouse of yours? You know, I just heard that there is a happy hour there. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing when you're, you know, the brewer at this <laughs> <Yeah>. company, <laughs> how little you actually know about what's going on. But it's true. You really l- know very little. Right. I don't know what specials are available right now. They don't. They don't all hush the hell up when you walk in the room. <laughs> they, do. they do. Everyone runs out of the back door. Actually, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. I got Morgan's here again. Yeah. Luckily, I know how to pour a beer, so it's really not that big of a deal for right. me. But uh, yeah, there is a a a, a little. Uh, I think from two in the afternoon or three in the afternoon to six or something, a little happy hour. I don't know what it entails though. Because we noticed it's be everyone's happy. Yeah. It's an excellent yeah. location. Come you drink, you're happy. <laughs> it's the hour that people tend to be a bit happier sure. around here. You guys should play uh, some of this. <laughs> we have a jukebox. All you have to do is request that. It's October. Uh, come yeah. on, you guys don't have Gert and Werner on We need to jukebox. do it. You have it recorded, you know. I'll burn it for you. Yeah. You can put it on there. I don't even think it's what a copyright violation. They don't care. What I don't think they'd know. Like they do a different rendition every night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think they do. <laughs> People go nuts for this stuff, though. It's great to sit in a bar where everybody knows these songs. I mean, not not me, obviously, but but to see everybody sitting around and singing the same. Like we couldn't really do that at our bars, you know. Maybe like the stars. Highway to Hell, or actually, like even our <laughs> national anthem and Star Spangled Banner. No one knows those things. Wow. <laughs> sitting around going, uh, America, America. <laughs> love, <laughs> you know. It's just cool to be in a culture that they all have these folk songs that are still around that people know. Still teach them to your kids. We got a question from the the thing about uh, AJ Fair. What's the most um, highly sold beer that you guys have? Uh, you know, actually, it would be whatever is the lightest on tap, mm-hmm. which um, no, not the proudest about. But that's definitely if I have a wheat beer on tap, two a day I go through kegwise. Okay. If it's my Pilsner, that's the one that's on that's just selling. Right. If you count out the light beers, it's got to be the IPA. IPA. And what yeah. about your bottle distributing? Uh, IPA by far. Okay. Yeah, probably sell four cases of IPA to one of any other beer that we bottle. It's a good IPA. So, yeah. yeah. And that's the one you guys won gold in 03, you said, right? Correct, yeah. yeah very yeah. nice. Very nice. We are here with Morgan from EJ Fair Brewery, if you're just tuning in. So if you have any questions about his Mertzen, which we're drinking now, uh, or, or questions about anything else, then uh, feel free. We got John's Oktoberfest here to try, too. So uh, why don't we get that rolling, and we can uh, make fun of him for a while. Yeah, do it, please. Brewed uh, February 7th this year. Oh, this year. Okay. And is this the last of it? Because mm-hmm. I thought you said I got. I just got this one This is more. the last bottle I will share. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not exactly the last of it. <laughs> And you're storing the rest for competition next year or what? Next year, yeah. Okay. I got you. All right. There you go. All right. That's all you get, Doc. Enjoy it. 
Savor. That's right, because you don't get to taste that again until next year. I probably never get Where to taste at? this again. <laughs> all right, so John's pouring it all around. It looks good also, uh, a, a very coppery color to it. Good head on it. John this is the... Uh, yeah, John does like good head. Yeah, it's good for you. Uh, this is the... One beer that I've tried to replicate the most, and I okay. tweak with base malts on this beer. Okay. Yeah. This is actually three different base malts. And they are what? Uh, Marisauder, uh, Turo, and a little bit of Munich. And some, well, actually, and then four, actually, Vienna. And there's Cara Munich, there's Cara Vienne, there's Aromatic, and it was lagered, I believe, six weeks. Yeah, now this one's got a little bit of that smell, mm-hmm. but not, not as much. Yeah, it does. Mm. But I, I won't even tweak with this recipe anymore. I'm, I'm done with it. I think that tastes great. I think that's a good beer. It's malty. It is very malty. Uh, what kind of hops are you using that? Uh, hollow tower for bittering and saws for finish. And and very little? Um, Probably for a five-gallon batch, an ounce of each. An ounce of each. Okay, yeah. that's not too small, actually. No, that's not bad. But there's so much malt that yeah, it, it yeah. overwhelms it all. Right. That's a good taste in beer. Doc, what do you have to say about it? It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good, like all of John's beers. He, You're he, Captain Silent over there today, Doc. I know. What's uh, going on, Doc? Talk to us. Are you okay? Moving slow today. Yeah, it's just wrong? I, I just uh, kind of probably caught something from the kids. Oh. And, uh, Got two guys that are sick today. I've just been moving slow today. Yeah. You know that Danielle is wearing her Oktoberfest outfit, don't you? Yeah, it's very, very nice. <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, I'm going to get a picture what of this. What is that thing called? It's just a Heidi outfit, right? Yeah, yeah that's what you call what do the Germans call it? Dirndl. A dirndl. Dirndl. Say it in the in the microphone. It's called a dirndl. A dirndl. There you go. How often does she wear it? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> it's very nice. John just took a picture, so uh, put it on the website soon. Daniela's permission, we can put it on the website for yeah, you, right, folks. We gotta get there. a PO box first. Uh, <laughs> what is this question, move. Nathan? You All gotta right. not put them choppy. You gotta give me full sentences. What's Belgian? Belgian biscuit malt. What is Belgian and biscuit malt good in? Yeah, is that the yes. question? Yes. All right. What's Belgian and biscuit malt good in? Uh, anything you want to kind of come across as a more of a malty kind of a biscuity flavor. Um, ESBs hmm. are good for that. Yeah. Uh, something you want to round out the flavor in. I've used it in uh, quite a few beers. Belgians. Belgians, uh, yeah. uh, the maltier Belgians. I wouldn't use it so much in a triple or something or a golden, but it's good for a double. Uh, kind of gives you something that just a, a crystal malt doesn't give you. Okay. By by way of flavor. You yeah, know. it's it's you know all, all the crystal malts are going to have along the same lines of flavor. Okay. Kinda the, the caramels and stuff, and you're going to get a little bit. Of a different thing from a biscuit malt or an aromatic malt. So. Is that similar at all to like a Caravienna or anything like that? Yeah. Um, well, a Caravienne and, and a Caramunic are going to be real close to crystal malts. Okay. But they're going to be a little bit different too. But don't confuse Caramunic or Caravienne with Vienna or Munich Sure, malts. sure. You'll be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good to know. Because you can use uh, Munich and Vienna malt as base malts. And not just adjunct malts, because yeah. they haven't been stewed. They've just been uh, killed at a higher temperature. Hmm. What's that aftertaste in yours? It's a good aftertaste. I just don't know what the flavor is. <laughs> can't, uh, it's not. A, it's not a problem. It's nothing it's wrong. Kind of grainy. 
No, nah, I'm, I'm getting more of a, a, a minerally kind of flavor out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be your water. Um, I know my water pH is about 7. Well, I'm just wondering what's in your water. For in my it. water, I use 5.2 on this. Urine. That's probably probably what it was. It's salty was a, a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit salty. Hmm. But it's not a bad flavor, I don't think. No, I just but I, I, I did get that right at the beginning. It was mm-hmm. a, a minerally kind of, uh, almost like something you get from uh, like a bass ale. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Yeah. No, it's not bad. But it made it unique to me. It's just kind of what it was. It just kind of forms on your tongue after. Yeah. After so I, I just got to get a high mineral kind of thing with it. Uh, what kind of percentage for that biscuit? We were just talking about. Would you use in a recipe? Uh, about five percent. Okay. You got to be careful about what you're adding into it. Using my rule is uh, adjunct malt. I try to stay less than fifteen percent. Less than fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, or else you just get an overwhelming. Flavor. Yeah, you will. Okay. Yeah. All right. So less than fifteen, and reaching up to fifteen, you're probably pushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, getting a lot of that. And that, that's adding them all together too. Okay. All right. I got a couple questions off of the hey, Oktoberfest uh, topic here. Some that were sent in by email. I'll get to those for a question. One for you, Morg, and I, I, we've probably asked you this before, but let's do it again because uh, this one is more specific. What, apart from sanitization, would Morgan say is something to perfect to become a great brewer? Hmm. Yeah, that is a good question. Um I guess at that point, if you've got sanitation down, then you probably have everything else pretty much dialed in. So at that point, it would just be keeping oxygen out of your finished product is the only thing I can really think of. Hmm. You know, because sanitation is normally something that people, they'll normally hit on in the beginning and then work on everything else right. once they think they've got sanitation down. Once they figure out everything else and they go back to sanitation. Okay. So once that's all taken care of, then it's got to be storage of your finished product. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm a huge believer in how your mash temp and thickness and everything affects your beer. But that's only changing how the beer is. It's not going to be making a better beer. It's going to make a different beer. Right. So to make a better beer, I think it would be finished product. Keeping oxygen out of it. Okay. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense or not. Sure it does. I think it's actually sort of a, it's a different way of looking at keeping your beer clean too, because keeping sure. it clean is keeping it unoxidized. Yeah, and this is only an issue if you're going to be keeping your beer around for more than, you know, three days. Right. So. Yeah, the, yeah, the more you keep out of there in, in a lot of different ways, hot site aeration, uh, just oxygen in the head space, mm-hmm. everything. Uh, and it's all about beer storage after that point. Right. So if you're going to be like Morgan going through a whole bunch of kegs in one day of his light beer, it's not that much of an issue. But sure. Yeah. I gotcha. But when he's bottling stuff like the IPA and things like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. It's something that I'm going to have in my cold box for a while. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. These were sent in to me by Rob from Renton, Washington. Uh, yeah, Renton, Washington. Um, and he wants to know, and this is for all you guys, because I think that we might get a varying uh, answer. It's a... Uh, Two questions. First, uh, he says, I know that mash temp and specialty grain, i.e. carapils, uh, to him, can add to mouthfeel and body of a beer. Does using one technique yield better mouthfeel and body or using them in conjunction with each other, i.e. mashing at a higher temp and adding carapils to the mash, work even better? So he's looking for a little more body and mouthfeel, and he wants to know if he should just adjust his grain, his mashing temp, or he should adjust his temp 
and throw some carapils in there. Uh, when you're changing stuff, well, one advice is change one thing. And the one thing you think will most affect it. And if that gets you close, then tweak the other one. Um, if you're going to start messing with your mash temperatures, stuff mm-hmm. like that, uh, calibrate your thermometer. Yeah. Because I've, I've trusted my thermometer and I've been off. Okay. Uh, even four or five degrees, it can be off. So, sure. so put it in some ice water, check it at that one. Put it in some boiling water, check it at that one. Check it against if the, what I use now is I use a, a, a lab thermometer. One of those looks like, you know, a big long one with the mercury in it. Okay. And I use that to check the temperature of what the liquid I'm going to be testing my mash uh, thermometer with. Okay. And I, been surprised. All right. So, I mean, if you think you're mashing at 158, cool, I'm going to get some cool dextrins, and you're at 152, you're going to be... Yeah. It's totally different. It's good. And yeah. I just I just uh, screwed up mine with a with an inaccurate thermometer. All right, so let me ask some dumb questions then about, about really uh, getting your thermometer right. So, if your water is boiling... Yeah. It's never going to go over that temperature? No. It's, at a, it's at that not, not until all Not until all the liquid's out. So it stays then, right at that temperature. Right. So boiling water is the ideal thing to put your thermometer in and test it. That will be 212. And it should be at 212. Right. That will be exactly 212. What not a degree higher, not a degree lower. No, it can't be. That's thermodynamic. Yeah. Okay. But then awesome. you also have to check the temperature of... Of well, you gotta look, okay. Yeah. Well, you gotta look at if you're at uh, what what uh, altitude you're at too. Sure, sure. So, like us, so I, I, I just take it. Level, we're at sea level yeah. for us. I take it that at that, which uh, is two twelve. Which is two twelve, and you can look on the internet and you'll you'll find the degree differentials if you're up in Denver or something like that. Okay, but that that's what it is. It boils at two twelve. We're at sea level. Okay, and it, you're right. It's boiling, turning into steam. As long as there's liquid and steam, it will stay right there, and there's no pressure. Let okay. Me, let me ask you this question: What can steam from the boil throw off your thermometer? No. The probe is normally right on the bottom of your of the little thing coming out of the okay. thermometer. Right. So well, for me, all I got is one of those, you know, like meat thermometer things that I use, and I use it to test, you know, for my water when I'm doing the mashing, and I use it also to test my water around my fermenter so that I get an idea what I'm fermenting. Yeah. At. How much does a batch of beer cost you to make? Uh, am I allowed to answer this honestly, John? Uh, yes. What would a batch what? of beer normally cost you? Thirty-five bucks. How much does a thermometer cost? Thirty-five bucks. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and if you get a good one, you can calibrate it. Yeah. Well, but the but uh, what I thought was it was it, no. I, I saw a good one at B three is the same thing as mine. It's just bigger. Yeah, yeah. It's still just the needle type of thermometer. Yeah, but it's also it, it's got a little screw on the Do back. Do you yeah. calibrate Cal- every time that I can calibrate? Right? I calibrate. More often than I used to. Yeah, me too. So. Uh, I calibrate every, well, yeah, if I think about it, I do it, but it's probably every other brew. Mm-hmm. And I, I pull it out. My, I do a recirculation mash. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so the mash is going to be a different, different striation levels. And as long as I'm recirculating, I, I can be pretty sure it's going to be pretty much the same. Okay. I'll normally calibrate my thermometer when my beer doesn't turn out the way I thought it was going to. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like, something's wrong here. It's not yeah. me. Yeah. That's what got <laughs> me. It had to be the thermometer. Yeah. That, that's what got me yeah. going, God, you know, I really worked on my mash temperatures in pro mash with this one. Yeah. And I hit dead on and it didn't get me what I wanted. And right. that got me starting to really check my thermometers. Okay. I've got a lot of thermometers on my system. So. Right. 
I know where they all doing. Yeah. Well, you guys got me checking it because I was telling you how sure I was at what I mashed at, and you yeah. were like, "No, you didn't." Yeah. Well, if you're, like, if, if you're worried, you, that's high. what I mashed at. If you're worried, <laughs> if you're wor- sixty-eight. Right. But if you're worried about tweaking that certain thing, make yeah. sure that your instruments are right before you start pulling your hair out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I would also say keep your thermometers down to a minimum one to two, maybe. You know, because I've had three or four, and then you're all yeah. you're checking all these different thermometers, like. All right, who do I trust? Also, yeah. if you drop your thermometer, calibrate it. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. and and I, actually, that was the deal with my with my fermentation temp. Is that when I was done doing all my brewing, I dropped my thermometer. And now that I I do have two also. I got the floaty one that I can put right in my kettle, uh-huh. and then I got the uh, the meat thermometer one. And I and I have been using the floaty one since I started brewing. It's it's worked fine the whole time. Mm. And at the end of my last brew, I dropped it, and I didn't think anything of it. And then I threw it in my in my fermenter, uh, not in my fermenter, but in the uh, garbage can that I keep mm-hmm. my fermenter in, full of water. And it's telling me that my that my water temp is like is like sixty eight degrees, almost seventy degrees. And I got ice cubes in there. <laughs> <laughs> Something's and wrong. I'm positive. And finally, I'm I I wake up and I go, all right, I'm not. I'm not that naive with my senses. If I put my yeah. hand in there, I can. I know it's 68 degrees. Slipped, you know. Isn't at least. So yeah, exactly. And that's when I switched over yeah. to my my meat. I think monitor. Jonathan can actually uh, advise you on this. You got to check out your hydrometers also from time to time. Uh, okay. Yeah, because they just have a paper thing and rolled up in a glass in there, tube, right? and it can slip down. Yeah. So when you drop it or bump it, then it moves around. So after a while, mm-hmm. yeah, I was going crazy about. Three, four, five months ago, yeah, yeah. Uh, I couldn't get my beers down below ten twenty, ten twenty two, yeah. and I and that was my bottling thermometer, or my bo- bottling hydrometer, and then I said, "Oh, let's try my other one," and it was off six. Ah, uh, right. Six. That, that's a big difference. That's a big difference. <laughs> and, you know, so oh, then it feels so bad. That the only way you can test it really is to get another one. Pretty well, much. Well, yeah. zero, no, 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 no. You just use a, just a distilled water, yeah, distilled and you water. should yeah. right at zero. Yeah. Oh, distilled water at sixty degrees. That's Calibrating it right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm like 65 to 70 for a night. I gotta test mine. I'm positive I must have dropped that thing a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have. <laughs> Watching you brew. Yeah. You're like, what's this? I probably even threw it myself. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> hey, catch. And, and don't you brew at like 3 in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. Alright, second question that, uh, Rob has is, now that we beat the hell out of that one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Can using more of a lower lava bond malt substitute for a higher one? Say Christy sixty, uh, crystal sixty, uh, give you the same color as crystal one twenty, or does this impart any negative effects to the wort? I think you can you can use that, but you'd have to up your quantity. You know, if you want a one twenty color or, or sweetness from the crystal, you'd probably want to up your sixty like twenty twenty five percent, and then you have to oh. lower your base malt to, yeah. to offset all the extra fermentables you're going to get out of the extra crystal malt. Right. So the Otherwise you're going to come out with a lot higher original gravity than yeah. you want it. When you're okay. when you're that finicky about 120 versus 60, you're going to have to brew it a few times to dial it in. Okay. You know, I mean, that's I that's mean if you, if your home brew shop doesn't have you know crystal 60, you can put more crystal 40, 40 in. Or you can use 75. Uh, yeah, that, that's fine. Um yeah. But you also go got to get stick with the rule about not trying to go over fifteen percent of uh, of your adjunct malts, right? And then I have to say, actually, for home brewing, um, no one's really judging you on your color so much. Yeah. 
You know, so each each crystal also has its own flavor. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if a recipe that you created called for 120, 120 has a lot of really cool like raisin, walnut type flavors. And if you just take 60 and double it, you're not going to get that in there. That's true. Um, so really, I would just say go with what works instead of really trying to hit the SRM. Mm-hmm. You know? All right, Morgan. So it's not just about color with those. Yeah. yeah. If you really want to do color and you really want to get it in, you know, use your 40 and throw mm-hmm. in a little bit, a little bit of chocolate malt. You can something. also caramelize it if you, I mean, there's so many ways to even. Well, mm-hmm. they, well, they do impart flavor a lot too. Cause right. you use them a lot in porters, you use them a lot in, yeah. I don't know, Oktoberfest. For if you only want a little bit of color, you can put in a little bit of chocolate, just yeah. see, an ounce or half an yeah. ounce and, and it'll put a lot of color without putting a lot of flavor in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's ways around it. Just depends on where you're coming from, what you want to do. If you don't have the ingredients and you want to make a beer and it's close to that recipe, yeah, you can substitute here and there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when I designed my first recipe, I shouldn't even really call it designing a recipe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got some of this and I got some of that. Well, because when you're, when, you're, when you're learning and you're reading through these adjuncts and the specialty malts um, – they all sound good, huh? Man, they yeah, sound they, like great yeah, things, and you're like, yeah, yeah I, I want a little chocolate, and yeah. of course I want some biscuitiness in there, yeah. and man, it'd be Honey, good to have this a little bit. Great. Right? So, you know, I end up with like the, the same amount of, of specialty malts as I had base malt. Yeah, I that that for you. yeah, I think everybody tries to do that. <laughs> yeah. I, that's the time that I brewed a batch of butter. I had so much diacetyl that uh, it was... Uh, Caramel butter. I never it was even buttery, got, man. Never got to... I don't know what the what the specialty grains did because the butter overpowered oh. all of it. You could reduce it and pour it over ice cream, though, probably. Yeah, yeah that would have been nice. Speaking of that, <laughs> yeah. Morgan hasn't had any Vegemite. <laughs> he he saw it when they he came in They actually told me not to eat any of it. They prompted me before. So this is a setup, yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, it is. So it just popped into my head. You know, it was with the, the first thing he saw it. when he came in. He's like, what the hell is that? I'm actually thinking that when I was a younger kid, I mean, my dad used to bring home stuff like sunflower <laughs> butter, like instead yeah. of I'm peanut butter. Yeah. I forgot it already. I'm prosit. I'm prosit. Erkamutli kai. Very good, kids. Thank you. Worth interrupting for a good German folk song that makes you drink. (laughs) I hope that you folks are drinking at home every time that we have to drink during that song as well. You don't have to chug, just have a drink. Just join in the fun. Anyway, I think my point to that whole story was don't get too overzealous with your specialty malts. Yeah, man, do they sound good when you're reading the little descriptions and what they can add to a beer. Yeah. God, I was like, wow, this is great. I can brew anything. <laughs> I'm going to brew a pumpkin-flavored sesame seed beer. With strawberry. <laughs> yeah. I think it goes back to what Dr. Scott was saying. Try one thing at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Figure out what it does. One Absolutely. thing. And you told me that too, Morg. I was over just drinking and hanging out with you and John one night, and you said, uh, I recommend you brew the same thing. Thing until you are so sick of brewing that thing, but just change one thing every time you do it. Yeah, but I mean, brew I the did same that. beer, yeah. you know, and and change the yeast, and then the next time change that grain you're talking about, or, or whatever, you know. In in a nutshell, that's what you said to me. You said brew sure. the same thing over and over and over if you really want to get to learn how things work, because because then, like as you're tasting it, I would get to know. Okay, that's a bit. That's what yeast changes. I think mm-hmm. that's the fastest way to do it. I mean, if you really don't care, then. Just brew whatever you want. Yeah, that's what I left you know, saying. Yeah, I don't care. Totally, yeah. I don't care about what he He's said, and beer, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. 
But if you really are wanting to know what each ingredient does or yeah, what the right. different yeast strains do, yeah. you kind of have to stick to the same base recipe and change one thing yeah. at a time. Yeah. And if you're dealing with yeasts, change the yeast one time and the next time change another yeast, change it again, change it again. Yeah. Keep everything the same. Yeah. And you're absolutely um, right, because otherwise, it, yeah. you know, if you change multiple things, you don't know which one changed it, do you? Well, the thing is, there's so many variables. You can take the same yeast and ferment at different temperatures. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you could never go through and try all the ingredients at different temperatures with different yeast. You can never really do all that. But if you, What if I quit and just stay here and, and I don't do If I quit uh, life, I quit on life, and don't I, quit, just, I lock the door and I just quit. brew, sure. do you think I could do it then? No, you'd fail. I still couldn't do it. Uh, it depends. <laughs> if you could remember how to write and keep good notes and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that, maybe. But I think you'd become such a reckless, no one would even listen to you anyway, yeah. so it wouldn't matter. I mean, I, 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 Get the mood to Venetia. <laughs> yeah. I'd sound like yeah. that's what I was going to say. You said it better. Me can now. you speak in those uh, dialects? <laughs> <laughs> Who can't? Try it. All right. I got a question for you from the chat room, Morg. Uh, oh, I want to point out one thing. Uh, Daniela's over there laughing at the laptop, so I don't know what the hell's going on yeah. in the chat room. She's the net, probably. She has the most fun in the studio. You're not bringing it. Calvin and Hobbes. You're not bringing it, Jay. In the chat room. It's always me bringing it week. Oh, that actually reminds me. I'm glad you brought that up. I had a dream, I think, last night about <laughs> about our chat room, and it was it, the dream had two parts to it because uh, there's two uh, dynamics that happen with our chat room. The first one is that people would like to see it active outside of our show. They'd like to be able to chat with brewers and things going on in there when the show's not going on. Um, so that was one part of the dream, which I'll describe. The other part of it is that during the show, uh, they spent a good quarter of their time in there making fun of me, uh, which is all good fun. No, it's more like uh, half which the I thought, time. <laughs> which, I thought, yeah, which I thought didn't affect me at all, but apparently it does, because uh, I had this dream last night. And in the dream, the first part was it was this great success story that our chat room was just more, was so active. <laughs> and in fact, like like the, the lines were moving up so fast that I, I could hardly read what was happening. It was the just, problem, it was all about it was, you, though. Yeah, <laughs> it was very successful and, and great. Yeah, exactly, Morg. The problem was that it was, they were saying horrible things about me, like things that they don't even say for real. What do they say, though? I mean, it doesn't matter what they say as long as they spell your name right. right? Yeah, right. Is that what so, it is? I think so, I'm yeah. going to hold to that. You better do so. Man, were they saying terrible things in this dream. I, I don't even remember. Like what? Like what? Give me an example. Because they know. say terrible things about you all the time. I know, but, <laughs> but they were even worse. Man. Man. I want to know. It was, I, I really don't remember. I just remember feeling really sad about it. <laughs> I just remember going, oh. going, wow, now. Now this isn't so fun anymore. <laughs> but you know what? You got at least one big fan out there. Jack really likes you. Yeah, Jack's a good I bet friend. he does. PO <laughs> box. Yeah. You know what? That brings me actually to the chat. Listen. We're talking about the chat right now. Nathan, can you get there, please? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what is this whole that. thing with Crotchrod? He's not gonna leave me alone before I make you guys say that you like guys nuts and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta plug. We, we gotta plug guys nuts. <laughs> actually, I'm to plug the okay, all right. Let me, let me plug this whole section. Of I'm not forum. sure what you guys are talking about. But, uh, I uh, resign. There was a there's a a thing on the on the forum and it was about uh, plugging. He was gonna make his own company with nuts and he calls it guys nuts. That's the that's the nut company is guys nuts. And so we came up with all the slogans that you that you would have as guys nuts. 
Doc had some good ones. <laughs> well, I want to I want to preface the whole thing by saying that yeah, he did. I think the best topic, uh, certainly in the history of our forum, and possibly in the history of all forums, is the topic that uh, Karachrat started with. It's just called listener pictures, listener picks. Yeah, and you oh, can like go and you can uh, you can you can post your picture so that we can put a name to the face of the people that we're either chatting with or making fun of. And so far, it's a lot of the regulars. You know, yeah. I'm hoping other people join into, and I think that's what. Crossroad was open for, but it's turned into this free for all where <laughs> listeners, no holds barred. Yeah, it's, and it, I love it; it's great. Listeners have then taken those pictures and put them in Photoshop and done different yeah. things. Like yeah. uh, like one of our listeners, Code Right and Fool, I believe. Yeah, is, he's is cool the though. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, the guy is a spitting image. He is identical yeah. to Russell Crowe. Yeah. And you, he first posted his picture, and you look at that, and you go, God, he, he really he, he looks, looks like, like somebody. somebody. Yeah. And then about you know a few hours later, you go check the site again. And somebody put up a picture of Russell Crowe next to him that just looks identical and just writes, you know. It's a separated at birth. Separated at birth. Just one caption. And now, and it just started this whole thing. So now it goes on and on. And the latest thing is Karacharat started a, uh, he wants a, a nut company called Guys Nuts. <laughs> and uh, all sorts of uh, good slogans. So if you want to hear some good funny, you want a good laugh. And uh, you, you're you're comfortable with your sexuality? Uh, go check out our uh, check out guys nuts because <laughs> you'll get a good laugh. So all right, we got a caller. I don't know who it is. I'm I'm nervous. Uh, you're on the air. <laughs> yo yo yo! It's beer pal, y'all. <laughs> hey, oh. beer pal. <laughs> What's happening? Hey Matt, Matt, did you notice uh, the best small brew pub was Pelican Brewing? I did notice that. In fact, I was just I was just I just walked out of the Beach Chalet here yeah. in the city. In fact, I'm standing on Ocean Beach right now, um, and I was talking to a guy who had all the results on a sheet of paper, and, and uh, he mentioned that uh, Pelican uh, wins best small brew pub. In what? What? what it's it's in Oregon, in uh, yeah, Pacific, Pacific City, City. and it's it's kind of weird. It's like. What? It's in the middle of nowhere, yeah. in a little beachy town there. Really nice little uh, brew pub. Right. And Matt said, you better go there. And I was camping right next to it, so of course I right went on. there. And I practically grew up in that town. Yeah, and it was, uh, it, it's, to me, living in California, that's in the middle of nowhere. You, you drive out to the coast, and oh, there's a town here. Yeah. And they have a, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they have a really, uh, with more than three cows. By yeah, the way, it's uh, a real feather in their cap, man. Winning the the GABF. Uh, yeah. By the way, Matt's right reporting on. to us live from Hurricane Rita. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Does that mean? laughs> which I which I appreciate. We needed a good update. How'd the beer hold up there at Beach LA? I used to brew there. How's that working out there? Who brewed there? Who am I talking to? Uh, this Morgan. Is Morgan from EJ Fair. Oh, hey, Morgan. Oh, you know, I don't know. Bright is not really my cup of tea, so to speak. Sure. That's a, it's a little maltier than I than I care for. Oh, all right, but uh, it, they do have uh, they do have some real ales, you know, on cask, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's a nice place. Huh? Excellent. I always love the Riptide Red. The there. down out here over the beach, real nice. Beautiful, yeah. oh, beautiful. Cool. Hey, did you get any fights for us recently? I got banned from another. Who did you get banned from? Yeah, which, which An- another I'm one? I'm making friends. I'm making friends all over the place uh, in the name of uh, the Brewing Network. You know, God forbid the Brewing Network goes under because Matt, you're like your your beer life is over. Yeah. <laughs> we, will have, we will have ruined you, and and then you won't even have our forum to hang out in. <laughs> 
Uh, good luck with that. Oh, anyway, I just I just called in to, to to say hey. It's the third week in a row I haven't heard the show. All right. Well, and, uh, I appreciate well, you calling. Good on you. I asked for you again at the beginning of the show, like I told you I've been doing. So well, uh, I didn't actually call in to say hi to you guys. I wanted to say hi to the guys in the chat room because uh, they're the cool ones. But uh, you know, you're right. And actually, you're you're like you've got ESP or something because we were just talking about the chat room when you called in. So nice work. All right, so hello to the chat room from Beer Pal, and hello to Beer Pal from us. Yes. <laughs> hey, nice talking, Beer Pal. All right, boys. We'll catch you. you too. We'll see you later. Wait. Wow, that was two, a windy event there. Jeez. Yeah. Man. Hey, say hello I'm glad to that Orleans. phone conversation's over. All right, I got a question from the chat room for you, Morgan. I think this is a good one. We've not had this question yet, and that's right. why I like it. Uh, which author is your biggest inspiration? And second part... What brewing book could you not live without? Uh, well, I Morgan actually know how to read. By the yeah, way, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> uh, like luckily, books on tape. Yeah, <laughs> luckily there's books on tape, and uh, you know, my mom is actually a, a school teacher, so she reads to me still. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, a lot of people have have abandoned or given up or neglect uh, Papazian's Joy of Home Brewing. I, I'm a big fan of the Joy of Home Brewing and the companion book. I think it's great. I mean, definitely, a lot of the stuff is outdated, and you have to take that into respect. I mean, like the joys was, that used to be aren't anymore. Well, I mean, it was written in the mid seventies, I oh, believe. Okay. So there's some things where things have, imp- I mean, a lot of improvements. Homebrewers can get pellet hops now. Yeah, you get more ingredients. Yeah, I mean, there's so techniques can, can have improved. Of yeah. Okay. But beyond all that, if you look into it, uh, just the scientific value of it, along with introducing you into the culture of brewing, mm-hmm. terrific books. Okay. Um, and uh, I reread all my books all the time. Nice. You know, I like the Dave Palmer book, the Papazian book. Um, Ray Daniels. Ray Daniels, sure. Yeah, I really like that one. Yeah. All right. Um, Is Ray Daniels the uh, designing great yes. beers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I would have to say well, that... If you're, if you're into uh, designing for style... That's that's the one you want to have. But, yeah. uh, but as far as the uh, brewing techniques, there's a lot of other sure. better ones out there. That one, Designing Great Beer, has been mentioned on this show several times. I want to get it. Uh, I actually, I was asking John if they had it over there, but they don't. Uh, I'm just going to do the Amazon I have it, thing. If you want to borrow it, yeah. can I borrow it? Sure. I'm cheap. I, I totally could Amazon the thing, but AJ, I'm, I'm you, really you cheap. You need to read that book. You know, I want to read it. I really, I've been wanting to. Put it in the, the brewery. We don't even have yeah, a. Uh, we don't even have the internet at the brewery, but we have probably fifty. Brewing books. Okay. So I would have to say, if live without, I wouldn't want to live without any of them. Any of them. All you right. know, it's it's very. Uh, I still haven't been able to figure out one page of Fix's books yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't figure it. No. no. I, I read a paragraph a day. Uh-huh. I I didn't get it. Yeah. You'll explain that to me. I, okay. That that you were asking. George Fix. I was George thinking, what's my favorite book? Of brewing science. That one. See, because Doc can get that stuff. Well, he yeah, yeah he's a chemist guy. Yeah, he's a dork. Well, at least when you walk around with it, people think you're smart. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like dark people, yeah. anyway. Well, there's one. There's another book that's a little more let me, me, dumbed let me, down for that. It's uh, Can I read bro- a paragraph about this George Fix's description for, of diacetyl? Okay. Is it short? Yeah. Go the ahead. diacetyl forming mechanism that was discovered starts with pyruvic, pyruvic. pyruvic acid and acetaldehyde, which are transformed to alpha-acetylactic acid inside the yeast cell. This compound leaks outside the cell, where apparently it is spontaneously oxidized to diacetyl. Okay. <laughs> okay. This <laughs> process, this yes, process so? is schematically represented in Figure Three Point Three. Right. I have to admit, I wasn't listening. 
<laughs> you just kind of, kind of zoned out. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. But then he goes. In tell me. Tell me why. Tell me what pyruvic acid is. Pyruvic. Pyruvic. Well, it, it's a compound. That's a. It's it, part of the fermentation, or yeah, it's, yeah, it's part of the Crips. Now, do the yeast? Do they? Do they actually create this it, acid? Well, when you when you're working with uh, organic chemistry, you're making one thing into another thing into another thing right. into another thing. You're combining stuff, and it makes a whole different thing. It's all like building blocks, and okay. it's just one of the building blocks on your way to get to whatever else. But pyruvic acid, and I thought acetaldehyde was the oxidation of alcohol. So is pyruvic acid? <laughs> a result of acetaldehyde. Let's, let's move on. We'll talk about this after okay. after the show. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. We're going to kill no, everybody on no, 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 no. Well, but, I was thinking there's probably a bunch of listeners out there who are totally into it, and now yeah. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. There's one. This is why Doc is here, though, because I'm curious. Cause I like oh, well, we'll talk time. about it after You're the show. absolutely right, John. Okay. I didn't mean to do uh, that yeah. to you. But Thanks, I, buddy. But I did. Thanks. What about Randy? I'll draw you pictures and everything. Randy Mosher? Mosher. Mosher. Author the, the, that you guys like or not? Yeah. The, yeah. the new book, uh, what's, uh, Extreme Brewing? Radical Brewing. Radical Brewing. Oh, alright. We got a caller. Let's see what's happening. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, what's up? Hey, who are we talking to? This is Joe. Hey, Joe, what's happening? I don't know. Just uh, a little bit of drinking and whatnot, so. That a boy. Where are you and what are you drinking? Check in on you guys. What are you having? I'm having a uh, Saison. It's from uh, Victory Brewing Company in downtown PA. Okay. And uh, what do you, what do you, uh, uh, where are you, uh, is that where you're from, from Pennsylvania, or, or no? Yeah, I'm from, I'm from the other side of the state, like Western PA and whatnot, so. You're not the guy, did you see the post, I think it was in our forum, about a guy who just paid like 80 something dollars for a, a case of Saison? Uh, That's that not, might be me. <laughs> he I just, don't remember. It just was a post that wanted to know what's the most people have spent on a case of beer, and then he he related his story that he went down to the beer shop and he likes you know, and he went down there with the intention of spending some money on something that he hadn't had before, and he knew which brewing company he wanted to buy it from. So he had two choices, and one case was like thirty bucks, which is what he normally spends when he goes to buy a case, and the other case was uh, like seventy-seven dollars before tax, and it was. Uh, actually, a I think it was only twelve uh, mini bottles, like twelve yeah. ten ounce bottles, and he bought well, the seven hundred fifty milliliters. So they're like, I don't know what those. That's like, a wine bottle. Uh, so that was you, Joe. Yeah, that's me. All right, so you bought <laughs> that's and so what it comes to, it came to like eighty five bucks for those things, right? Eighty three forty five after tax. Whoo, man! And uh, was, was it, it worth, worth it? it? Yeah. Yeah, it just gives me like a great buzz. It's not. You know, like belligerent or anything. It's just a really great buzz. It's, it's an eighty-three dollar buzz, is what it is. Hey, you know, there's just yeah. Can I tell you life is bottle of that or what? <laughs> yeah. Life is too short to drink uh, bad beer <laughs> <laughs> or to dance yeah. with ugly women. So you're right, but I'm too poor yeah. to pay eighty-three bucks for a, <laughs> for a case. Well, you can get it. It gets even worse than that. You can import some uh, monk beer from Belgium, and yeah, a case of that's going to run you up there. You've done that, haven't you, Doc? No, but I researched yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> How much is John's Saison? How much is your Saison, John? I never brewed one. Oh, no? Mm-hmm. Very expensive, I'm thinking. I yeah. have one. I'm going to be bringing it to uh, NorCal. So. Oh, you are? You got one? Yeah. Are you, are you going to NorCal? Did you get it? All right, here's the deal. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I have to ask you on that one. Hang, hang in there, Joe. Uh, you're okay. on our 800 number anyway, right? Yeah. No, you're fine. We're paying for have it. Have another beer. Uh Okay, okay, here's the gone. deal with that. Uh, I got someone who says she will cover my shift. 
But I've also had other people who have said that and then come back on me and said they wouldn't. I left her the message yesterday and said, hey, you said you'd cover it. It's yours. Let me know what the deal is. I've not heard back from her. So if she comes through on her part of the deal and she's my last hope, okay, then I'm in. I'm there. If she flakes on me, uh, I'm out. There's nothing I can do. I got a 4 o'clock shift that day. Or you can just quit. I can't, Doc. <laughs> he, he threatened to quit before. I thought you said he didn't even like the job. I hate it. Well, there you go. <laughs> but Still. I got to pay rent, don't There's I? There's got to be other bars around. Danielle will work for you. She doesn't care. Yeah. She loves you. You put Danielle out on the serving floor with a dress like that, you won't even have to work. <laughs> she can't just work anywhere. She's yeah. got visa restrictions. Well, I only need to work highly skilled jobs. Yeah, her visa says so. Or you See, could work in the fields, so. I guess. I could work in the fields as well. Yeah. But Justin doesn't want me to. No. No. Yeah, why is that? I, I never said that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. <laughs> but, you know, wouldn't you guys feel guilty if I was just sitting around making beer all day while Danielle is going to work Picking all the time? Picking tomatoes or something? Yeah, yes, I would. No. I mean? no. Doc's fine with that. I'm good. <laughs> Hey, I want to believe it. How's your beer, by the way? Oh, wait, we forgot about Joe. What's going on with the Malty Brown? I'm here still. (laughs) Good, Joe. Joe's fine. Hang in there. Go ahead and chime in whenever you want. (laughs) Just chime in. Uh, John's having a side conversation, which isn't good for radio, John. Uh, Daniela's beer is still in a fermenter. That's not good. Having not been transferred to it. It's not been kegged yet. She won't keg it. Because it... Because no. she, that's not a highly yeah. skilled Here's thing. Here's what's going to happen. Yeah. She's going to try to blame this on me. On one this night. This is good radio. I'm on sorry. On one night, the girl comes to me and says, can we keg my beer tonight? The girl. Well, I worked all day. It's like it's like 11 o'clock. Just shut up. Night. No. Just can you please. I'm too tired. I have a headache. Is I that what he told wanna, you? I didn't want to clean all the stuff for him. He told me, honey, I'm just too tired. now. I cannot clean all the hoses. No. And I said, well, just teach me how to do it. I'm happy to do it. It's part of me being a brewer. That's yeah. not what you said. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Oh, come on. And you just said, no, I'm even too tired for doing that. Let's just go to bed. <laughs> that is not true. Oh, that's so I true. I said, for one, that you don't know how to do it. I need to do it. This and is I don't why I asked you for training. But and the, I might as well just do it myself. Exactly. Yeah. The training would have been just as much work as doing it. What about the previous three weeks that I had offered you, we should do it, we should do it, and you, you didn't take me up on shit. it. You are full That's not true. You offered a couple of times. That is true. I have to admit that my beer was not ready then. It was ready. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And now it's Daniela. been sitting in that carboy. It's very fun brewing, but being a cellarman's no fun. Huh? Always right, a brewer, yeah. never a cellarman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I cannot do it without him. I can't. Yeah. I just need his help with doing it, and I think we're going to do it tomorrow night finally now, right? Uh, Could it consummate that beer? Yeah, of course. Can you commit on that, please? You know, I have some books I can lend you that'll teach you how to do it. If really? he's not interested, yeah, but it's yeah, uh, yeah that would be good. Then yeah. I don't need him. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get your own equipment. Thank yeah. you. I need equipment. That's true. Yeah, you do. Hey, sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you a little corner set aside in my brewery where you can do your own. Well, I really, I really fear that my beer is going to be ruined now because it's been warm again in the house, uh, and any, it was. Uh, I don't any know. advice, Joe? It's fine. Your beer's fine, Joe. Any Our advice? Is all right. Joe, you have a girlfriend? <laughs> Joe, do you have a girlfriend? Not at the moment, no. You want I'm one? That's the point. Nice German girl? <laughs> I'm uh, quite nice. nice girl. <laughs> uh, did you call for any particular reason or just to say hey? Just say hey, because, you know. I appreciate that. That works. And that makes you, that happen, you know? I like that. Nobody calls just to say but, uh, hi. Yeah, I'm going to homebrew in a couple of weeks, and I hope to eventually send you guys a brew. So. Yeah. All right. You well, know, we'd be glad call. to have it. 
Send it in. Yeah, He's from I'll Pennsylvania. Send it in. Yeah. I'll last fall, my saison to you guys, and then a couple of my home brews or something. All right, that sounds good to me. All sounds right. really good. Thanks for the call, Joe. Sorry we just uh, talked and let you hang out. <laughs> <laughs> that we, is more than fine. We get off on a tangent. <laughs> All right, we'll see you later. All right, later, Justin. That's good fun. Huh. More questions from the chat room. You, you don't like me? I don't like you. Uh, tell Oz I can't play the file that he sent me till next week. All right? How about that? <laughs> all right. That's all the questions I think I have from the chat room right now. So we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back, and uh, we're going to wrap up our, our Oktoberfest talk and show and, and all that. So if you have sing any, once more, probably. What's that? And we'll have to sing once more. And we'll have to sing once more, of course. If you've got any final questions, if you want a, a, a good recipe, Doc could repeat his if you need that. Uh, any other questions about an Oktoberfest beer to brew or about what happens at Oktoberfest, Daniela could probably answer that for you. <laughs> or about uh, why John's a homo. You could uh, call and ask us any of those things, right? Because my coworker is Justin. <laughs> it's a good reason. Jerk. Ah, Just because right. John doesn't have any guys in that. <laughs> yeah. It is the Brewing Network. <laughs> we'll be right back. It's the Oktoberfest show. Have a pee and a beer on me. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Wenn ein heißer Wüstensand fern so fern dem Heimatland kein Gruß, kein Herz, kein Kuss, kein Scherz Alles liegt so weit, so weit. Dort, wo die Blumen blühen, dort, wo die Täler grün, dort war ich einmal zu Hause. Dumbe, 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 dumbe. Wo ich die Liebste fand, da ist mein Heimatland. Lang bin ich noch allein. Viele Jahre schwere Front, alte Arbeit, Kargalon. Tag auf, Tag ein, kein Glück, kein Heim. Alles fliegt so weit, so weit. Dort, wo die Blumen blühen, dort, wo die Täler grün, dort war ich einmal zu Hause. Wo ich die Liebste fand, da ist mein Heimatland. Wie lang bin ich noch allein? Hört mich an, ihr goldenen Sterne. 
grüßt die Lieben in der Ferne. In Freud und Leid verrinnt die Zeit. Alles liegt so weit, so weit. Dort, wo die Blumen blühen, dort, wo die Täler grünen, dort war ich einmal zu Hause. Da ist mein Heimatland, wie lang bin ich noch allein? The Brewing Network, saving your life, one beer at a time. Doc just punched John in the head. No, no, no. Neck slapped my ass, dude. What the f- Fubar. <laughs> jerk. I'm two fingers. Doc, by the way, is not just a doctor a and a homebrew belt. expert. He's a black belt. And he just karate chopped uh, John. Started, John. John started messing with me. Doc, you're, you're standing on my space, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> this is my space. That's your space. Yeah, there's a space bubble. And he violated that bubble. I heard he. I hear he violates your space bubble often. He does. He slapped John in the uh, in his guy's nuts. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that's last week. And, last week. And you notice how Justin likes to watch. <laughs> I didn't even see it. You just came back in here complaining about getting slapped in your guy's nuts. Yeah, that was All my right. neck. <laughs> right now we're uh, about to Strong. taste. Uh, it's not an Oktoberfest, but we're tasting it because it won bronze at the uh, GABF. Um, it's Morgan. Morgan's uh, Shorty's Revenge. It's a strong ale. Why is it called Shorty's Revenge? Revenge? Uh, the name was actually chosen by the uh, the pub that basically they they roll through different beers and they're up to about a thousand different beers that they've served there now. And it came up to beer number seven hundred, and they wanted something special. So the uh, the lead guy there asked us if we could brew something right around eight percent alcohol. Very little hop flavor, very little hop aroma, bit of bitterness. Um, just they wanted to get their customers really drunk. So uh, so we came it's up with, pub. with this beer, and they named it, actually. Um, so you, they could both remember and not remember this beer. Yeah, yeah. It's something where I could explain the name, but it, unless you knew the place, it wouldn't make any sense. To okay. It, so. it doesn't yeah. taste like a strong ale. You know, I've no. had strong ales that are hard to drink. Yeah. And you just kind of drink them because, A, it's beer, and, B, you're going to get drunk. Yeah. This is not one of those. It tastes good. This no, batch, I actually took Jonathan's lead on, and Jonathan does some crazy stuff with his beer lately. I, I keep on telling him he doesn't know what he's doing, but <laughs> he'll ferment his ales at like 60, 55 degrees, and mm-hmm. going, what are you doing? That's not going to work. So It works. Instead of just sit there and constantly disagreeing with him, I finally decided to try it. And it it definitely right. it works. So. And you want a bronze medal out of it. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, I like how you're sort of nonchalantly say you're just kind of brushing over the fact that the beer you just won bronze is the one you finally took John's advice on. Yeah, and yeah. it's gone longer as the asshole. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. I, my neck. So is what did numb, you do? Man. You you fermented this colder than you normally would have. That's what you did. Well, it actually started out as a little bit of a mistake. One thing that I'll do when I'm transferring my beer um, from the whirlpool or 
or boil kettle to my uh, fermenter is I'll set my fermenter to be at like 30 degrees mm-hmm. just so it's constantly pumping glycol through it. And uh, it was probably a late night. Maybe I drank a little bit or something. I forgot to change it back to 68, which I'd normally ferment at. And um, got to work, and it was at 60. Okay. And uh, it was fermenting at 60, and I was like, well. So I increased it to 65. By the end of the day, I was at 65, and I just let it roll there. And uh, So you accidentally followed John's advice. Exactly. Basically, <laughs> I made a mistake, and I was like, well, that's what John does. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean. <laughs> nice. Thanks, guys. I appreciate your support. <laughs> Jerks. But I still turned... drive better than him, though. So and, yeah. and did you notice a big difference in this batch from your last batch then? Um, well, when you're dealing with beers around 8%, you'll end up, no matter what you do, you'll end up with a fusel alcohols in the aroma, yeah. a little bit in the flavor and stuff like that. And it, it definitely cuts the fusels down a lot. Okay. Which is so, a, it's a plus for a strong ale. Exactly. It doesn't come across as being so high, but... Uh, Sneaky. So yeah, are you going to repeat yeah. the accident? Um, I, I don't know. It's one of those beers where I brew maybe five or six times a year, and I kind of... And usually drunk when you do it? Well, no, I don't really drink too much when I'm brewing. I normally wait until I'm transferring to my fermenter. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, yeah. It, it keeps me from burning myself. Yeah. Stuff. But, yeah. uh, you know, maybe next time I'll make some other mistake and figure out what to do from there. Yeah. So. And then call it John's method. Yeah. Sure. I'll be like, it's all John's Listen to your fault. friend, buddy. Yeah. Just listen. Yeah. Ah. All right. Uh, let me make a little announcement here. We are doing Stump the Brewer. Um, cool. Stump Has it only been one week since we've had a brewer or two? Do we have a brewer last week? Anybody? What? We didn't have a brewer. No, last no, week. it was just us. What about the week before? Yeah. How about Stump Justin? What's Who do we have the week before? Yeah, we had Sean the week before. Yeah. Six. Dude, don't try to stump me. Yeah, I will. So we are going to play Stump the Brewer stump now that we got Morgan back in the studio, but there is a stipulation. John, uh, being the controller of the company, uh, and by controller I mean not that he's controlling, but, but in the uh, actual title of the of the word that that, that he uh, takes care of our finances and sort of the goings on and things like that. That's pretty uh, And we're broke, by the way. Had, CFO. <laughs> yeah. So there's not much for him Buy to take care of <laughs> as far as. So, so my checks not in the mail. Yeah. Basically, taking care of the finances means reminding me daily that we have no money, <laughs> which is which is awesome. Yeah. No, they'd actually appreciate it if you did put the check in the mail. Yeah. yeah. True. I'm like John. Oh. How are we doing? Still broke, Justin. Yeah. Okay. It's a non-profit organization. <laughs> How about today, John? Uh, word.org. <laughs> yeah. Non-profit. Yeah, we're changing to .org. Anyway, one of the things that John's decided to put his foot down. I on, will. And, uh, and I'm with him at least for a little while. We're going to put just a, we're going to put a, uh, is it a moratorium? We're going to put a, a short hold. On listeners who have won several several prizes from us, John John ships our prizes as well, and and came to me this week and was like, "Dude, I've shipped to this person four times." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, not for guys. the sake of not wanting to give things away, but wanting to give things away to new people and to get new people involved. Uh, we would like somebody who has not participated. Oz, I apologize. Is Oz in the chat room? Yeah. I'm real sorry about this, buddy. <laughs> you do not get to play Stump the Brewer. Oz, you look great in the Budweiser shirt. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's Oz, all it's, it's Monday morning to Oz, so he's yeah. not all hammered. He, yeah. He's at work. Uh, with that said no, about Oz, though, he does get to participate in this way. Oz, when you weren't listening last week, I didn't do your um, Stump John and Dr. Scott. And the deal that Oz put forward to me with that was he had two questions for you guys. He wanted to Stump John and Dr. Scott. And if you won... 
he would donate, I think, I don't remember what it was. Vegemite? 10 or 20 bucks to Christian's, to Crotchrot's uh, video that he's putting out, that uh, all grain video that he's going to... Yeah, the, uh, the webcam thing. The webcam. He would donate to that if, 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 you got, if he was able to stump, if you got the question right. Uh, if he, if, if I got it right, we, sorry, if, if he stumped you, he would donate. Is it stump We're us donate anyways. or stump each of us? Each of you. He, he would Are we have a to, team? He would have to stump you as a team. Okay. And, uh, Oz is so awesome. He just wants to play. <laughs> what he said now is okay that I'm allowed to ask the question anyway. And, uh, he says, what wait, 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 don't ask the question. Yet. No, 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 I won't ask the question at all. No, 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 we're talking about us here. And if Morgan cannot answer it, he just wants Morgan to donate $10 to the Red Cross. <laughs> I can do that. You're all right with that, Mark? Yeah. That's like half Morgan's paycheck, by the way. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Are we talking U.S. dollars? Yeah. That's his hot bill right can we, there. Can yeah. we, how about 10 pesos? Can we do that? Yeah, 10 pesos <laughs> would be much easier on me, but I, I would do $10. You'll accept that challenge? If I can give you guys the $10 and you can figure out. If you guys can buy the stamp, I'll put the $10 <laughs> we'll buy the, I'll give it to you before you leave. All is right. this the question from Oz here? Bot. No. This is a Stump the Brewer question? This is a, This is just a question. Okay. <laughs> Hence the not stump the brewer written at the top right of the, the note. Top. Okay. Uh, You're smart. Okay. This is a good Oktoberfest question. Let's get to this. What ingredient gives the most distinct Oktoberfest flavor? Something that's a must to include in the recipe. Well, is this a uh, uh, multiple choice? Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, this one is uh, This is just one of our regular questions. They want okay. information about I'd have to say, uh, by far, you'd have to use a German lager yeast, because I think if you used, like, a Cal Ale, okay. you wouldn't have it. That, you yeah. wouldn't get the flavor, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Like you said, there's a lot yeast. of different things. It's a very combination of a lot of things, but a yeast has a big part of it. What about grain? Well, sure, but what about hops? I mean, can you use Cascade? No. 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 Okay. So, I mean, where do you draw the line? But okay. I'd have to say the most primary thing that you'd want to use is... Probably a German lager yeast of sorts. Okay, you know that's something that you might think of as more variable than say hops, but you're but it's not variable. So that's a good. Well, yeah, it's, it's good on one extreme. It, yeah. Like he said, you can't use a Cal Ale yeast because yeah. it'll be too clean. You're not going to get that bready malty kind yeah. of thing coming through. Um, okay, you, it's it's very malt based, so it's a, it's you got to have a your mashing temperature up there. You've got to have. And if you don't use water, then you end up with just a whole bunch of crushed malt and yeast and hops mixed together in your carboy. Yeah, so maybe it could be water, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being facetious. I think that would be for any beer, though. Water's a big thing. But I think it's a big combination of a lot of things. There's not any one thing. But if if you got to pick one thing, yeah, I'm going with, with uh, what Morgan said. With the, the yeast. yeast. Uh, good southern German yeast. Am I right? I'd say he's right. It's, there's no right or wrong. They were asking oh, for information. You're, you're right it had on. nothing to do with the contest. That wasn't, right. that wasn't a stump you. The contest I have in my hand. Um, what do we got here? Do, 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 uh, was that our smoke alarm? Yes. Okay. What's the... Um, Who's smoking? You oh. are, Doc. Baby. Jay, you okay Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm reading the... Sorry, I'm reading the stump the brewer questions. I'm going to hold he off... He stumped himself. I'm going to hold off on that one yeah. uh, and read this one. Now, this one's from EJ Hints. And I don't know. Has he not won a prize from us before? I don't recognize the the, the screen name. Um, although the EJ kind of alludes to a possible affiliation, you guys aren't teaming up on this deal, uh, are you? Yeah, they are. It goes deep. Yeah, <laughs> could be JJ back there. All right. Now you're playing for I think a Brewing Network shirt. You guys don't do shirts and stuff, right? 
Uh, we do have some shirts. I don't have access to them personally. It's okay. the brewer, Just the one he's wearing. He right, keeps so we'll wearing go for a off. Brewing Network shirt. No big deal. I've donated the shirt off my back before. If someone has something else I could wear, but... That's nice of you. We'll do a BN shirt. It has a little stain on the front. It's a now, is this one that you just gave me, Nathan, from Oz? No. No. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with this one here for the Stump the Brewer. And I'll possibly ask two. We'll see. All right. Are you ready, Morgan? Sure. Okay. Doc, I know you know this. You're not allowed to answer. All right. Do I need to turn your mic no, off? No, no. I'll just, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just sit here and grin. <laughs> okay. From what part of brewing did the term rule of thumb originate? Hmm. I do know that one. I just don't remember it right now. And you know this, right, Doc? You do. I think I've heard you say this. And uh, for you folks at home, I'll just repeat the question. From uh, John, do you know this one? From what part? I of don't really care. Okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't want you to answer. <laughs> Rule of thumb? I mean, that's like it's that's, important. That's that's global, man. No, no. In Stump the Brewer, it's important, and it's a damn good. It's question. It's outside of beer, man. That's no, a, it's that's not. a lifestyle. It's inside of beer. Yeah. No, it's not. Rule of thumb: what? Ten fifty-eight. No. Turn John off. <laughs> Mr. I don't care. I'm going to have to guess it's a, a, a unit of measurement, maybe even for grain. I don't know. Okay. It, I'll let you be the judge, Doc. Is that specific enough, that answer specific enough to... Uh, no. It is not. All right. Please, uh, uh, okay, we'll call the brewer stumped, EJ Hints. I would like a, I would like to for him to reveal who, who this person is, him or her. You could call in if you want, EJ Hints, 888-401-BEER. You don't have to, but it'd be nice. Doc, from what part of brewing did the term rule of thumb originate? Uh, from the mash temperature. when they, Before they had the thermometers, they knew three temperatures. They knew freezing, they knew body temperature, and they knew boiling. And so the rule of thumb was they knew, they put their thumb in, they knew what temperature it was. If you said ow, you ow, were good. Yeah. It's higher or lower. <laughs> yeah. I remember that, actually. I knew that as well. How strange is that? I thought the rule of thumb was something about like the John's thickness a of a figure. stick you could beat your wife with in the old days or something like that. You know, I've heard that about the yeah. rule of thumb also. But this one was yeah. specific because yeah. it said from what part of brewing. Sure. Although I wonder where it started. Did it come from the stick that you hit your wife with or from the people that brewed? My stick's a lot bigger than my thumb, I'll tell you. Because <laughs> which came first, brewing or hitting your wife? I I've never hit my know. wife. I'm not married. So. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're in the yeah, clear I'm, with that. Yeah. All right, EJ Hints, uh, you're gonna, if you're not gonna call in, which is 888-401-BEER, you need to send me an email. John's just sitting on the other side of the studio giving me He's gotten violent. He's giving me the finger. I think that Shorty's revenge got to him. He gets a little angry sometimes. He's He's a little rosy in the cheeks right now. That's what he does, is he's happy to be angry, is what John is. He's not an angry drunk or a happy drunk, he's just happy to be angry. He's smiling (laughs) over here, ripping up paper, I don't get it. (laughs) He's just ripping things up, he's got a book over there, he's ripping. Ah, <laughs> oh, John. Good old John. So I guess I'm stumped on that one. <laughs> All right, so Morgan was stumped, so we're going to call that Stump the Brewer. I have the, uh, You want me to ask you these other Stump the Brewer questions, Doc? No, he's the brewer. Come on. Oh, oh, Mr. I want to answer the questions all the time. Today doesn't want to answer. <laughs> I like the me and John being a team thing. I think we could come up with Yeah, but Oz didn't write his questions again. I told him I, I missed him. We got a caller. Is, is that the winner? Okay. <laughs> All right. Are we talking to EJ Hints here? Yep. Well, Jenny. Oh, cool. EJ Hints. Oh, hey, Jen. Hi, how are you? We're doing just fine. Good. All right, now, John, just so you don't get angry, 
Jen did get a shirt from us already, but only because she was our first female caller, oh, no, and she was, uh, she did was you cool. Get, did you get him to clean up his mess? Well, why do you have to you lie? You know, as we speak, there is um, brewing equipment on my kitchen <laughs> table. So, uh, And do you want to know something else, guys? Of I course. worked this weekend, and we have this deal where, you know, I work on the weekends, and then he takes care of the house. It's a mess. So he didn't take care of the house. He didn't take his part of the deal. No, he didn't take care of the house, and the brewing equipment is on there from two weeks ago. Are you from Wisconsin? Or okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys have an argument about that tonight? No, I'm not really talking to him too well, though. Yeah. Yeah. You just come over to a dirty house, and you're like, "Hey, where about? What about your part of the deal?" Pretty much. Yeah. Just have a beer and relax. (laughs) Yeah. But he must have known. You were coming home at any minute, and the house was trashed. And no, he works best under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's under pressure a lot. Don't I, tell you. <laughs> I, I relate to this guy so well. Yeah, Not only the with the cleaning down. things, but yeah. the working under pressure, it's absolutely true. Because if you have the whole weekend to do it, you, know, you mm-hmm. can be sure it's not getting done until half an hour before you get home, Jen. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> I have to work tomorrow night till 10.30. So. And what do you do, do you mind saying? I, um, I'm a nurse. Oh, all right. So not only you do it, not only are you working hard. It's important. That's a great profession, right? I'm helping people, and he needs to help. And I only work. He needs to help time. you. Yeah, I only work part time. So if he just could chip in just twice a month, those weekends that I work, it'd be awesome. Uh oh. You know, your best bet to get that that thing cleaned up, or get your husband to clean it up, mm. is to buy three plane tickets to Wisconsin. We'll come up there. We'll show him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be cleaning yeah. that thing. Up. Oh man, John can vacuum like you've never seen. Yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. Or you could actually work full time and hire a house cleaner. I don't know if that or would hire work me for that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Trying to think of what incentive could we could we have for this guy? I've What's tried everything, and you know what he tried to do to me today? <laughs> After work, I was to go buy beer. Because, you know, he drinks beer and listens to your program. Wait, i got to well, stop you. Wait, stop. Are you buying second. not a I just want to make sure this is clear. So it's his job to clean the house while you go to work, but he didn't do that. But it's also your job to pick up beer. On the way home from work. <laughs> right. Home from work. Okay. And, you know, I'm I used checking. to fall for it in okay. hopes that I would come home to the cleanest house ever. So I'd come He's home good. with the six-pack of, you know, the most expensive kind of beer that you could ever have, yeah. you know, thinking I'm being a good wife and everything. <laughs> and I'd come home, and there's dishes all over. <laughs> I mean, there's... It, I think it that, was just awful, so I don't play that game anymore. I think that's when you sit down and you drink that six-pack yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you say, you don't yeah. get any of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Watch go. them clean. I, I and, and, if, and if you get done with that before I finish this six pack, you'll get some. <laughs> Is he not on the phone right now because he's busy cleaning? I hope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's in the other room, yeah. writhing around in that Barca lounge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what did he do today? What did Eric do today? Yeah, what he did. Oh, we know what he didn't do. Yeah. yeah. What um, What did he do instead? Well, he Made a he mess. did cut the grass. Oh, that's, that's, good. that's good. And he cut our elderly neighbor's grass, so oh. that was good. Oh, that's nice. Um, and he has this lo- leaf blower, and he blew the leaves all over the place. But that's just fun. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that doesn't count. He's he like, blows what am I going to do now? He I'm going to go the leaves to the yeah. left, and I'm then they go blow, blow shit back around. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he did. Mm-hmm. All right, go on. Yeah, um, let's see. He took my little girl to Sunday school, and he bitched all the way about he hated everybody at church. <laughs> and then he prayed for forgiveness on the way back. Uh, yeah. Is that what they teach in church in Wisconsin? They, you know I what? Know, Are you guys Lutheran? He, 
He, no, we're Catholic. He okay. went there, oh. and he had something bad to say about everybody that went there. That's the Catholic way. My family's Catholic also. Mine too. And, uh, oh, my goodness. So am I. It's basically, it's the opposite of the old uh, the old saying. It's if, if you don't have anything bad to say, don't say it at all. <laughs> That's the old uh, Sunday Catholic deal. Well, my, my family's actually from Wisconsin, and we're Lutheran, so we have none of the guilt and real wine actually during communion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. All the booze, none of the guilt. Exactly. That's a t-shirt right there. No, they say uh, you get three or four Lutherans together, you're bound to find a fifth. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, too, isn't it? I'm just wondering here, Justin, how can we relate to what Jen just told us about her husband? Is there any way? I don't know. Your guys' house is immaculate, so. Because I, you know what? Though I did trip over the carboy on the way in. Daniela, you want to jump in on this bandwagon. However, you came home from work today, and I had cleaned the house all day. For a I? bachelor party and for strippers. So it's going to oh, be nice no. tomorrow. <laughs> no strippers. She just called you. No, 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 no. She just called the strippers. You can't do that in your own house. <laughs> well, you can, but you only will. clean for that matter. Oh, no. <laughs> what do you think? They're professionals. They need a clean environment to work in. Well, I'm actually happy he cleaned because I would be embarrassed if the poor stripper yeah, would have to dance. Wouldn't want that stripper coming into a dirty house. <laughs> actually, a little bit more efficient if you got the topless maids to come in. And yeah. <laughs> Good idea. We would save money. They didn't even need the strippers. <laughs> Are we well, boring you yet? I don't know how to help you, Jen. Uh, I don't know how to motivate the man. Uh, yeah. I, although he didn't just like sit around and watch football. He did some stuff today. Okay, this is so funny because yesterday I had my sister come over and we painted our bedroom. Yeah. And my sister, who's 19, even kind of noticed. He's like, she said, oh, that's funny that Eric's just sitting there telling us how to paint. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. he could pay, pick up a paintbrush. <laughs> Supervisors are sought after nowadays. That's right. He's like, hey, you you missed a spot. Have we talked to this Eric guy yet on the air? Yeah, I talked to him last week. He's a nice guy. I like Eric. (laughs) I bet (laughs) he is. He's a very nice guy. He's just not very motivated. (laughs) Does Eric have a beer belly? Yeah. Welcome to the rest of your life. What size are we talking here? Um... Has well, he been measured he's, officially? He's, he's, he's got, a tall guy. All right. Has he got me beat in the beer belly range? Yeah. 30, 30, <laughs> 39 inches. It was, I'm 39, right? You're right was, now. You're maybe like a 35. Yeah, 35. You lost. Been slimming down. Yeah. What are we talking there? 40, 45? L- a little less than that. Okay. He's gonna shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's national and international. Does he have one of those uh, ride-along lawnmowers, or, or do you pay, does he have to push it and walk and stuff? No, it's a it's a ride-on lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why he mowed everybody's lawn. I love that. <laughs> yeah, he's like it's I'm like not, a go kart yeah. for middle-aged men. He's not helping, <laughs> he's not helping out the old lady down the street. He's going for a ride. <laughs> he's like, I'm putting this thing. Uh, in okay, d- mode. does he have a drink holder? On that? Yeah. yeah. No. The cup holder? <laughs> no. He has those hats that you put a beer on each side and suck the straw down. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> right. a cup holder on your ride-along bar when you have a beer. I guarantee you that some of our listeners know out there how to manufacture a cup holder for a John Deere lawnmower. So I'm just going to put this out there right now. If you want to put that posting on my forum about how to uh, put a cup holder on a lawnmower, you do it. Do it for my man, Eric, over there. Because <laughs> that's not drinking and driving. It's just a lawnmower, right? Doesn't yeah. even doesn't even go that fast. Well, hey, it's, it's motorized and it makes noise. It's good. 
Uh, right. That's funny. Well, I don't. You don't need two Brewing Network shirts, though, do you, Jen? Where you already no, got? Well, that was actually Eric's question. It wasn't me. He was just too chicken to call. All right, we'll send him one. Is that oh, cool? I thought- John? <laughs> Look at John <laughs> suffering over there. <laughs> All right. I'm going to pay for it, John, with my paycheck because this girl is good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, you got to teach Eric uh, worst in, first out. The worst what? job, it gets done first, and the rest is cake. So yeah. give him a list. Yeah. How old is no, Eric? No, How old is Eric? Do we Eric know that? Eric will be 30 in February. Really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know what? Like they say... You can change people, just not much. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, Are there any kids? And I don't, I don't like yeah. to nag him. I just like to think that he'd understand. No, you nag him. Absolutely. I totally agree with you, and I totally understand what you're talking you, about, you but they just don't. You like yeah. to call in on the National Beer Show and embarrass him. That's <laughs> a, oh, you know what? That's so much, so much better than it's nagging. It's I, it works for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play some Bavarian music for you, Jen. <laughs> this is motivation for Eric. <laughs> Give him lots of love. Jen's not allowed to cheers to us because she's pregnant. Oh, oh really? Well, Congratulations. Thank you. She's got another little bun in the oven. <laughs> Did you guys decide on the name Justin or Justine like I told you? No, not yet. We won't decide that probably till a month after they get here. Well, you keep thinking about it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Don't make her name her kid Justin. I did Why it to another she? guy. A it's guy an ugly name. I, did I tell you the story? Guy, Just name him Yeah, you did. I think you told us on the air even. Yeah, yeah Morgan actually What's going on with John over there? John, are you okay? Yeah. No, d- <laughs> He's so <good>. angry. <laughs> He's so angry right Hell now. Hell of a show, I'll tell you that. Oh, oh just, just name the little one Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. Actually, and that's a good motivation, too. There you go. It's a little bit of pressure, I suppose, but uh, <laughs> a little motivation. <laughs> All right, Jen. So we'll send one for Eric. What does he need? Extra large then, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ought to make a tractor cover, a Brewing <laughs> Network lawnmower cover. Or just uh, just one of those uh, magnets that stick on the side with yeah. Brewing Network logo. Oh, how awesome would that be? Your face on that would be awesome. It's a good picture. <laughs> I want pictures of him riding around mowing the old lady's lawn. Um, Eric? Yeah. <laughs> I bet he has some. I think that's cool for some reason. I don't have any, but I'll try my best. You, s- you take some and send them into us. We'll put okay. them all over the web. <laughs> All right, thanks very much, Jen. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Good luck with all that. Yeah, thanks. All right, thanks for the call. We'll talk to you soon, I hope. Okay, good night. Bye. Bye. That's good fun. Poor Eric. Or poor Jen. <laughs> all right, I think that's about it, kids. We've we've done our stump the brewer. Jen, uh, your shirt will be coming along with Eric's. Uh, we finished our Oktoberfest questions, I believe. Um, yeah. That's it. We're going to call it a night. What's going on next week, John? Bison? John John won't talk anymore. He's John angry. John is angry now. <laughs> Gosh, dude. Bison Brewery's in with us next week. Doc, cool. you're in with us next yeah, week? Yeah, I'll be here next week. Well, I'll be coming right from NorCal and Shoot, dumping yeah. stuff off, probably even you. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. And then, yeah, we'll be back. Next week might be a hangover show, huh? Yeah. Mm. Just a second, Eric. Another brewer comes in for a hangover it's show. Eric. Oh, now it's Eric on the phone. <laughs> yeah. That, to be fair, we gotta we gotta finish with Eric. So. Uh, no, this. Yeah, hello. This isn't Eric. Oh, it's not Eric. 
No. I was just saying, does Eric offer a seminar? Because he's got it going on. Serious. <laughs> the woman goes to work and comes home and brings beer while she's at it. And lets, him, lets him ride his mower. Around the nation. Yeah. Teach us all how to do it. <laughs> That's right. We should, uh, you know what, start a, start a post on our forum tonight that says Eric's tips and tricks. <laughs> yeah, I'll start my tickets now. Yeah. Yeah, we should actually start uh, buying Eric beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy Eric yeah. beer. Because, and not only that, like, uh, Jen, uh, as much as she had to say about what he wasn't doing, she still sounds very happy and nice and totally cool, you know? So I know. See, I'm telling you, he needs to offer a course on that because my, my wife would stab me in the throat while I slept. Oh. <laughs> Is your wife Italian? Uh, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. Then I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Although, uh, judging by your picture in the forum, I might stab you in the throat while you slept, too. There you go. Just because you look threatening. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do, huh? You sound so nice in the phone, but then you look at your picture and you're very threatening. Justin, remember oh. the address is on the website. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I gotta wear the, I gotta wear the hat to cover up the horns, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright. Well. You're right. Eric's got it going on. He's got a good thing happening there in Wisconsin. That's right. Maybe it's in the water. Maybe it's the Wisconsin thing. <laughs> I wouldn't mind retiring to Wisconsin. They got good cheese. <laughs> right? I've seen the commercials. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the California cheese commercials. No, we got ours, They're too. poo-poo the Wisconsin. Isn't Wisconsin known for their cheese, Of course. Too? What about beers? Are there any good beers? We, we Milwaukee, find out Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Well, I said good beer, though, right? Well, yeah, that, yeah, you said good beer. <laughs> Isn't Nucularis out of Wisconsin? I don't know. I yeah, so, actually, yeah. I think Jen mentioned that last time we talked yeah. to her. Isn't Bells yeah. out of there? Yeah. They've got some good beer there. A couple goodies. I mean, I guess I would normally eat California cheese, but right. I'm on the wrong show to talk about that. Yeah, it's not the cheese it's show. It's not the cheese show, although once yeah. it was. Yeah, we did have we cheese. We had cheese. All right, we're starting to talk about cheese. All right, <laughs> All right thanks, buddy. Yep, you're welcome. Hey, did you do an archive of the show tonight? Uh, yeah, but I I lost the uh, last ten minutes or so. Okay, I think mine. But right. otherwise, you got it. I just was. Did checking. you ever get the other archive? I got it. We're good. Okay. Thanks, brother. All right. Later. All right. Ah, uh, so there you go. Can we call it a night, kids? Yes. Okay. John, you back on the microphone? We're 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 done. You all right, buddy? <laughs> good show. His anger. Is Bison Brewery in with us next week? Yes, they are. Yeah. yeah. Who's the brewer from there? The, the brewer guy. Know. You know? I think his name is Dan. Do you uh, know anything about uh, their, Peter. their... Do we know anything Peter. about their beer and stuff yet? I think Dan's the owner and Peter is the brewer. And we're getting Peter in here. Peter the brewer, yeah. How come the owners nice. never want to come in? Because... We don't ask them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's probably why. Okay. All right. So next week we got Bison Brewery coming in. Uh, we'll figure out our topic in the next... Uh, Buy some beer. Uh, well, couple days. Saturday night. <laughs> In the next, uh, you know, couple of seven days. Buffalo and, cheese. And, uh, Morgan, thanks again for coming in. Thanks, Morgie. We appreciate Definitely. it. Definitely. Good time, guys. Thank you. You're looking good. Uh, you're, not, you're not looking too bad yourself. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if your, uh, Fu Manchu beard is longer than the last time I saw you. Do you I trim it or just let it go? Yeah, I do trim it from time to time. You gotta, you gotta, gotta it dips into the mash ton if he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. If you don't do it, it's the rule of beard, I guess. You know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the rule of beard. I remember one time. Uh, I don't know if I was at the ale house. I don't remember where I was, but I was like, "Hey, Morgan, try this beer." And it was my beer, and and you tried it, and I saw your 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 beard dip into it, like some part of your beard dipped into it as you were drinking it. Maybe it was your mustache. It grossed me out, but I drank yeah. it again anyway. Well, just for everyone out there listening, actually, I filter my beer, so there shouldn't be any of my beard left <laughs> yeah. in the beer. If there 
was any hair in the first place, it's out. And now. then he, then he yeah. filters it again as he drinks it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah whatever. <It's> straining. <laughs> Maybe that's your secret ingredient. That's why you just won the gold. Could be. You know. All right, we're out of here. So congratulations on your gold at the GABF on Thank your you Schwartz beer. Uh, if you're in the uh, Northern California area, you can find EJ Fair at uh, Beverages and More Beer, and I would imagine a few other uh, local stores. Well, mom and pop places. I mean, we're a small company, so okay. But also at several bars, I've seen it too. Sure, so. sure. East uh, Bay, East Bay, East Bay area, California. Uh, otherwise, you don't distribute uh, outside of uh, California. No, not at this point. No. Yeah. So you got to visit here to have it. Oh, yeah. So, but, you know, why not? Yeah, it's a good place to yeah. visit. So there you go. But also check out uh, ejfair.com if you want to learn anything about, uh, I think the Ale House is on there a bit, but definitely lots of stuff about their brewery and their beer and their history. And uh, is your profile up there, a little history about you on there? Uh, I got nothing. Nothing. On the, uh, yeah. Nobody even likes you over there, do they? Uh, me and my friends, we put together a couple little uh, movies. It's on the fun stuff page. Okay. But uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I can't necessarily be responsible for what's on there. Yeah. So. All right. Cool. Yeah. Okay, Daniela, were you satisfied with the Oktoberfest show? Is this, uh, she's just waving her hand at me. She doesn't think so. You want to sing your song once more before yeah, we go? Yeah, let's sing the song. Why don't we sing? She does. Why she's, don't we sing? Why do don't it. you let's come sing. over, Silky? And we're going to sing it together. We have another, uh, actual. This is the time on Sprockets, then we sing. Another actual Bavarian in the studio to help her sing. Okay, it's please help us. And we're all going to sing all with right. you. It's not just you yeah. two. And you guys sing at home, too. I'm do it, too. Don't give me dirty looks, Daniel. I have not done anything wrong except for try to facilitate your culture except here you're, you're, on this medium. I think she's thinking about stabbing you in your throat tonight. I always do. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's sing it one more time. Thanks, everybody. We're going to sing this and then call it quits. Good Go night. Ahead. Ein Prosit, ein Prosit, der Gemüslegerkeit. Ein Prosit, ein Prosit, der Gemüslegerkeit. Prost, Prost, Prost. Pale ale is a friend of mine, and I should like a good body wine. Cherry stout, don't you know what I am talking about? Don't you give me that American crude for the one of real homebrew. Homebrew, don't you really love it? Homebrew, can't get enough of it. Homebrew, it blows my mind. I love homebrew all the time. Yeah, I think I have me, well, I have the one right now.
from the day. A bark will do me when the skies are gray. I'll take a belcher through any time. And the women think the land big fine. But don't you give me that American crude, boys. I want a real homebrew. Homebrew, don't you really love a better homebrew? Can't get enough of it. Homebrew, it blows my mind. I love homebrew all the time. Yeah, I think I'll have me. Well, I'm the one right now. Blows my mind. I love homebrew all the time. Yeah, I think I have that way. 